Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. This is going to be another episode of Reforge Gaming talking about God of War graphics comparisons. We we kind of covered the accessibility options over on Reforge Radio. We use that channel to cover gaming news whenever it breaks, but we really didn't focus on that here. And what happened in the wake of that blog was many people noticed that the graphics had changed. I want to do a bit of a breakdown now and talk about what that means for the game. Many people still looking to this to be one of the largest games launching in 2022. If you missed the live discussion, be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button. That way you don't miss my videos. I put everything right here at the beginning in an update and then we discuss it with the live audience. This is a Reforge update. God of War Ragnarok seems to have gotten a graphics update of some kind recently seen in some of the footage released in a blog post that was not focusing on the graphics of God of War Ragnarok, but it has led to many people speculating and breaking down the differences between old footage and the latest footage. If you like these quick Reforge updates, be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button. That way you don't miss my updates, as well as check out Reforge Gaming, where I stream live every day. So recently, Sony and Santa Monica together released a blog post outlining the 60-plus accessibility features that will be in God of War Ragnarok. Everything from like high contrast mode, making text bigger, adding backgrounds and different colors to the subtitles and many pointed out that this meant the launch date was getting closer listen if they're focusing on accessibility features they're really just putting the spit shine on now they're just kind of polishing the game and the trailer that is running behind me there were elements of that trailer that they used to showcase some of the new features like when they're talking and they're putting the closed captions at the bottom they wanted to use that as an opportunity to say hey look what you can do and when they did that if you sort of analyze that there are things that come from that. Also, if you analyze the blog pattern for Horizon Forbidden West and other big Sony titles, this accessibility blog is encouraging for those confident in a 2022 release date. We are looking at maybe getting about a blog a month, and then there'll be a bit of a ramp up. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean that there's going to be anything next month. June's going to be very, very full. They may have something even bigger than a blog planned. In light of this blog, though, some started to notice graphical differences between the old footage and the new. According to Game Rant, it's clear that everything is much more defined. The materials on Atreus' clothing, the details sculpting his head, Kratos' clothing and musculature, the general definition of the whole scene, and the crispness of the background all stand out within just a few seconds. Obviously, this was not expected or intended to be a deep dive into God of War Ragnarok's graphics, but it does bode well for the game at large, given how much improved it is in this scene. So it's super quick. I mean, there, there there was not a deep dive here. Sony Santa Monica has said almost nothing about graphical changes and updates. Now, we covered God of War coming to PC and that actually led to some discoveries that changed the pipeline and the workflow for God of War Ragnarok, which led me to speculate that Ragnarok will almost assuredly come to PC since porting the first game to PC led to some discoveries, and that's going to benefit both games, essentially. But 
even more than that, they've not really gone into any more details. They've not said, hey, here's what we're doing with the graphics. Here's what we're shooting for. Here's what we, here's what our, our, our hopes are. Now, that'll be something that I'm, I'm assuming will be forthcoming. If you look at the pattern, Horizon Forbidden West got into that. They talked about the different levels of graphical fidelity that they were shooting for, what that meant for performance, what it was going to do on the PS4, as well as the PS5. This is the last cross-generation support first-party title, so I'm sure they're going to want to go into those details. Now, two theories are forming, according to GameRant. Rumors suggest one of two things. Sony might host a State of Play event in early June. That's what some people are saying right now. It's like right away in June. They're going to want to get ahead of all of the other marketing monsoons that are hitting in June, and they're going to do their State of Play right away. Or there might not be a major event until the PlayStation Showcase, which is presumably taking place in September. So June could be a very full month of gaming news announcements that Ragnarok just wants to completely avoid. Or maybe they want to throw their hat in the ring, finally give us a release date, as well as more details about these graphical comparisons. Let me know what you think in the comments below. As always, head over to Reforge Gaming if you want to watch me live. Hit subscribe and the bell button here, and I'll see you in the next video. And I'll see the rest of you right now. Thank you so much for being here this morning. I've, I've got an eyelash, man. It was poking me throughout that entire open. Oh, and I couldn't do anything about it. I was like, I don't want to start digging in my eye in the middle of a recording. But dadgummit, I, I've always had uh, very long eyelashes. And my, my poor son suffers from the same plight. <laughs> eyelashes, like long eyelashes are nice, but Gee, many Christmas, I've got something that's just being disobedient this morning. That is the worst. I think I got it. Okay, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Thank you guys so much for being here this morning. Go through your morning ritual, man. Switch to live chat so you can see what everybody is saying, as well as smash a like button. If you're watching on TikTok, thank you for tuning in. We do a daily gaming talk show every single day of the week, Monday through Friday, and right now we're talking God of War Ragnarok. The accessibility blog drew a lot of attention because of the graphical upgrades that the game seemed to have received. Those of you that are watching on YouTube, did you notice these? Did you? Yeah, Ragnarok. God of War Ragnarok graphics. (laughs) Say that five times fast. God of War Ragnarok. I was like, what the frick is going on? But then I realized, I was like, graphics, Ragnarok, blah, 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 blah. I was like, oh man, what a wonderful flub there at the beginning. If you're enjoying the show in either place, if you're watching on YouTube, smash the like button. Uh, If you're watching on TikTok, man, just give that like button a smash. Actually, just tap the screen i try to respond as best as i can to people in the chat so feel free to chime in if you've got questions ideas you know things that you want to talk about in the gaming world we are always here having those open discussions we only need 30 more likes on youtube to get the first 100 likes off to a great start so thank you so much for being here hopefully you guys had a great weekend if you're a member you might have missed friday night with madam we're doing everything we can to make those streams really easy to find i feature the stream on the front page of this channel i drag the members only playlist to the top so if you come to the channel on a friday night you should not miss those streams we also this week good to see you in chat prowl and interacting with you on on Twitter as well if you guys didn't notice memberships have been slightly tweaked what we're doing is you have four key perks that you get as a tier one member and then tier two enhances all four of those perks so discord access 
uh, members only AMA, community game night, and madam only streams. Those are your four. Uh, those are your four um, perks. Those get enhanced if you upgrade to tier two. We are launching this week the ability for you as a tier two member to pick a game throw it in the discord and madam and i have to play it now we are going to do a raffle system but i was talking about it with my wife and we're like we could probably still guarantee that every game gets played slowly but surely working through so that way nobody feels like they wasted their money it would just take a little bit longer to get to you if you don't win the raffle so if you win the raffle yay bully for you but if you don't win the raffle we have a method that we're going to use to ensure that your game does in fact uh, get played. I said madam only streams. Madam members only streams. <laughs> yeah, madam only streams. I'm taking the night off. My wife streaming. No. No, that would be kind of funny though. So, welcome on in. Consider upgrading your membership this week. We will be uh, not raffling in the chat. That's not how we're going uh, to do it. I'm going to clone the channel right now and I guess we're going to call it uh, Madam uh, Game votes madam game votes i guess i don't know creature if you want to call it something else or i just cloned that room that's going to be a room for tier two and up why is everybody saying congratulations lewis lewis says my wife and i celebrate our anniversary this weekend great time yeah my wife and i celebrate 15 years of marriage this this uh this week man 15 years so yeah the raffle command there you go that's a shout uh, that's a, that's a long call to the back. If you're just tuning in for the God of War Ragnarok graphics uh, update, the comparison, the talk, I want to know what you guys think. Uh, Doom says it's barely a graphical improvement. Be real. Uh, he says it's not different. Enemies, new bosses, verticality, new combat, uses with chain, sled traversal. Are we are we going to have the DLC debate really? It's not a full game. It's like a DLC game. I'm not saying it's DLC, but it's like a DLC game to God of War. What you're saying doesn't make any sense. Is Then every sequel is a DLC. I, I honestly don't get... I want you to do your absolute best. best. I, I want you to do your absolute best to argue this intellectually because I, I think it's an intellectually bankrupt position. But I want you to argue how you know a game that isn't out yet is basically DLC. I, I want to I understand that. I really, really do. Not even showing live in my feed. Come on, YouTube Valiant. Yeah, right. Nerd Mother hitting a nine-month milestone. Thank you so much for ner- that doing that, Nerd Mother. Thank you for your new and your membership. Welcome back in. I've already explained my stance on the whole DLC thing. I don't really remember. Uh, I don't really remember what you said. I-, I mean, listen, all we know... Yeah, Forbidden West was DLC then, exactly. It expanded on the existing story and world. Yo, what's good, Feed? Good morning to you, sir. We know, we know, uh, Vapor says, what game do you feel doesn't get enough love? Hellblade. Hellblade does not get enough love. I mean, I, th- th- here's here's the thing. We know that God of War Ragnarok was born as an idea to be... DLC. We know that. That has no bearing on saying that it's basically DLC, though. You know what I'm saying? You agreed to? But what was your position if I agreed to it? Like, just because we know it was born... You know what I mean? No offense, Lono, I know it's DLC. I came from one year in the future. (laughs) I was like, wait a minute, how do you know? How does he know, chat? Chilling with Pepperoni says, I don't care about graphics. Gameplay looks improved and there's more stuff, bigger and more important story. We get freaking Thor and Odin instead of Balder ETC. 
What did Sane say? Derek's agreeing with. I love the new Dark Souls open world DLC. Yeah, it was spectacular. The new Dark Souls open world DLC was so good. You know, I really, really liked it. Do you guys remember before Elden Ring came out, all the talk about reusing animations and assets? Everybody losing their dadgum mind. The convo is graphics. Well, the convo being about graphics, Lewis is related to the DLC debate because there are people that will say you know when they look at this game they're like I just don't see a great enough improvement um oh I don't remember I remember what Doom's position was now Doom's position was all they've shown us is a story trailer I need to see more that was his position not Doom but Doom Slayer Doom Slayer was like, listen, I need to know what mechanic changes have you made? What graphics changes have you made? Like, what's the game content loop going to look like in comparison to the first one? Which, it's not, you're not going to get that in the first trailer. We didn't get that in the first story trailer of Horizon Forbidden West, right? I said I consider a sequel as a sequel if it has enough new mechanics and wow aspect to it and enough graphical improvement. And judging by the trailer, it didn't look improved. But yeah, it's just the first trailer. And I think that's why saying that is sort of... Yeah, I, I'm not telling you not to say it. It just feels needless. Every story trailer is going to do that. Horizon Forbidden West stories trailer did that. It was like, okay, cool. That that wasn't that wasn't much. You know, that wasn't much. And then they, then they unveiled like an even bigger trailer and showed her doing different things. Gliding and, and different weapons and different enemies. The big giant elephant. Have actually examined the difference between a DLC and a sequel. Is it not just semantics ultimately? If a DLC is the same substance as a standalone game, does it matter? Well, typically, again, with colloquialisms, they have generally accepted meanings. So when someone says DLC, they're referring as like extra additive content for an existing game. It's not an entirely new game. And when someone says sequel, they're like, this is an entirely new game. So I'm going to push back on some of the stuff that Doom is saying just for the sake of the argument, right? I don't even think you need a ton of new mechanics and a wow aspect. If it's an entirely new game with a beginning, middle, and end, a whole new story, whole new environment, then that's a sequel. Now you can say it's not a very good sequel. You could judge it as a sequel and say they should have done more for the sake of the sequel. They should have added more, expanded more, improved it more. That's what they should have done. But again, you would be judging it as it is. It's a sequel, right? It, 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 you would judge it within that context. You wouldn't say, oh, it's not a sequel because it's a lot of the same attacks. It's a lot of the same uh, animations or the graphics are basically the same. That, that would again be you saying it's not a very good sequel or the sequel didn't go far enough. But to say, oh, it's, it's not a sequel. Do you see what I mean? That's a good point. Okay, okay, good, 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 good. Because I get where you're coming from. I would look at a game and say that too. Like, let's imagine that The Division 2, yo, my man YouTube Lurker upgrading to Tier 2, upgrading to Tier 2. Guys, this week, you get four perks as a Tier 1. All four of those perks enhance as a Tier 2. You get priority during AMAs. You get priority during community game nights. Community game nights could start getting full. You're going to want that. You get to pick games from Adam and I to play. There's a room in the in the Discord now called Madam Game Votes, and you should have access to that as a Tier 2 member. Uh, just throw one game in there a month. 
Just type it out. And uh, what was the last one we were going to do? And priority in the Discord, that VIP room. Sometimes I throw codes for games and stuff in there. So it's not a guarantee. That's not something I'm giving to you for the membership. There's just a, there's just that extra room for you in there. And that's sometimes what happens. The terms are loaded, but they actually matter. The whole convo is bonkers. People think their own idea of what is a true sequel is what matters. It's silly. Many will say, well, I see this as a play sequel. It's nonsense. Then I would say it's a terrible sequel. I think it makes way more sense, Doom, especially just in the realm of communication, to be like, this is a bad sequel. Instead of being like, oh, it's basically a DLC. It's not a new story, though. It's a continuation, correct, but still a sequel. Well, but the continuation of the story is a new story, is it not, Mo? Well, when you read the second Harry Potter book, you're not like, this isn't a new story. You say, no, it's a new story. It's a, it's a, it's a new story within the meta story, right? The, the ongoing narrative of Harry Potter, and then there's new stories that, that, that move that story along. It's like the new season of a show, you know? It's like there's the overarching story that's unfolding, and then they use the seasons, the books or in this case, the new game, to say, we're continuing the story with a new story. Like, do you see what I mean? Like, again, that it gets really pedantic and very semantics focused to care about this stuff. You know what I mean? Like, come on. It's, it's a new story, and it's a sequel. They both can be true. Harry Potter in the Chamber of DLC. <laughs> good morning, y'all. How's the community doing today? Yo, what's good? Valiant, welcome back in. Sorry that you moved your membership literally right before we changed everything again. I'm super sorry. I felt really bad. I felt especially bad for you because you specifically said, I can do one membership. I'm moving it to radio. And then we were like a week later, we were like, yeah, we can't do this. We can't do the radio show anymore. (laughs) Well, we're doing radio, but we're making it about gaming. I actually felt bad. H, Horizon Forbidden West cut? What are you talking about? When a game DLC is cut to make a sequel, I think of Forbidden West being cut and sold as episodic in Saints Row 4. When the sequel, it can be built in the same game and everything is the same. It's DLC. You need to flesh out what you're saying, Ant. So you're saying if they use... Because Horizon Forbidden West didn't use the same world. Yo, Cardock Ren upgrading the tier 2. Awesome. I can't wait. Listen, listen. First come, the, the earlier you get in there, the better in that Madam Game Vote room. You put one game in there a month. Oh, we need to set rules in there, uh, Madam Game Votes. Um, stick to Steam, Game Pass, uh, games, and PS Plus games. Please. Stick to Steam, uh, Game Pass games, and PS Plus games, please. We really, really need you guys to do that because, like, I'm going to be obviously refunding games we play for 40 minutes or so unless we really like them, right? Frozen Wilds. Oh, 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 Frozen Wilds. Sorry, misspoke. Frozen Wilds wasn't a DLC and was cut and sold. Now I understand. Okay, and I understand what you're saying. Yo, Darth Nihilus upgrading the tier two. Thank you so much for doing that, Darth Nihilus. Guys, we still have an ongoing membership goal of 600 members by the end of this month, and my wife has to play Elden Ring. Time is running out. There's like eight days left in the month, right? Does it, is this a, are we going to 30 or 30? Yeah, eight days left. There's eight days left in the month. I forgot which month it was. Um, so if you're not a member, five bucks a month gets you in. You get the four perks. 
and you can enhance those perks by going up to tier 2, but we need 600 folks to make her play Elden Ring. Or, just upgrade to tier 2. You can't pick Elden Ring for this, but you can throw games in the Discord for us to play on Friday night. <clears throat> How many more members do we need? Like 80-something, I think? It's Oh, golly. It's stupidly incorrect language. Yo, did you play the Borderlands DLC? Um, you mean Borderlands 2? Nah, that was Borderlands 1 DLC, dog. <laughs> Exactly! Uh, they realized it was going to be too large and would outgrow the title, so they made it a standalone. Or did I read that wrong? Valiant said, I'm pretty sad that you aren't making decisions about your business future around my membership. <laughs> I know, I know, Valiant. I'm so sel- I'm so selfish. By the way, somebody ordered coffee this morning already, so thank you. Thank you so much, to who was that this morning it was patrick thank you patrick he left a very nice message he said i i work a production job and don't get to see the streams live but i found your show on spotify while looking for stuff to listen to about elden ring been listening for a few months now and wanted to support you somehow i don't drink coffee but i was i told my girlfriend that is supposedly really good and she is on board so thank you patrick for that first coffee order of the day and the very nice note. I appreciate it very, very much. Guys, don't forget today we have more gaming news to cover as well. Our second show is going to be about how Summer Games Fest has killed E3. And over on radio, Forspoken might get delayed and EA... EA is looking to sell or merge, so there's a ton more news come today. Right now, we're talking God of War Ragnarok graphics. There seemingly has been a graphical upgrade to the game, but we're also entertaining the discussion is, is this game just a DLC? Many are uh, many are saying that. Are these shows on Spotify? Yeah, you can look up Reforge Gaming on Spotify. They'll be there. I believe Creature is getting ready to start putting Reforge Radio back on Spotify as well and all iTunes locations. We kind of halted the radio stuff just because we were dealing with uh, a whole shift in show format. Um, we were covering, like, we were covering, uh, you know, pretty pretty serious subjects and then we moved away from covering it because it wasn't working. We were covering, like, uh, all kinds of stuff, like culture, religion, politics, and it just wasn't working. It just wasn't working. Uh, let's see. From the uh, DC Comics, Lono is wearing a DC comic shirt from the DC Comics collection. Let me update that command. Always remember, if you think my shirt is dope, you can get it from 80stees.com. Just remember to use code LONO for 30 percent off. Lost Legacy was a standalone Uncharted game. Lost Legacy was fantastic. I don't you can't call that DLC either. That's that's disingenuous in my book. I really don't care about graphics TBH. There's barely any progress anyway. Well, and here's the thing, Doom. Here's the thing. We've talked about this a little bit before. I I, I wonder sometimes like are we expecting something that that won't be hit this generation? Like when I look at Forspoken, when I look at Hellblade Two, and I look at Ragnarok, I'm like, there's not a whole lot farther we can go. And are we expecting something that this generation of consoles and gaming just isn't going to deliver? 
it's like I, there's only so far you can go before it starts either getting weird uncanny valley right yo what's good uncle brada over on tiktok you get an uncanny valley where it's like what is this it doesn't look it looks it's trying to look real and it's clearly not real so it ends up looking very very strange you know or you end up with the where we are right now i feel like there's a very clear uh there's just a very very clear ceiling and you you really really can't go beyond it and sometimes i just wonder are we setting ourselves up for just a massive amount of disappointment with the way that we think and talk about graphics and video games you have to put years into optimization yeah in addition to experimenting with the new graphical prowess and the new graphical tools that are available this gen is about taking the resolution jumps over the past few years and increasing performance, says Eugene. Standalone DLC would be fleshed out game, which could then be sold for 30 or 40 bucks. And within the same game, physics, uh, Miles, Assault on Dragons, keep. All right, y'all gonna lurk. Daughter has a school thing. All right, Hex. We have been overexpecting on graphics for a while now, says Sandy. Broken studio development budgets and now gaming is samey. I think it's why everyone is going to Unreal 5. If sequels are DLC, says PS5 Gamer, then we are mostly playing DLCs. That's the, yeah, and that's why I push back on the notion. And I don't think anybody is saying it, I don't know. I, I think even, even Doom Slayer's adjusted a little bit this morning and is like, okay, I can see your point, Lono. If a game sort of fails to hit all these expectations that I have, it's still a sequel, it's just not a very good one. Like, it makes more sense to say, well, that was a really bad sequel. Instead of saying, oh, it wasn't a sequel, it was just DLC. I think a game would have to, you know, very, very intentionally swing low to be classified as DLC and not a sequel. Does that make sense? If you guys are just tuning in, we're discussing God of War Ragnarok graphics. The graphical comparisons that emerged from the... There was a Sony PlayStation blog that outlined the God of War Ragnarok accessibility features, like 60 plus features. Now, in that blog, there was footage of the game that was then compared, like little cutscenes between Atreus and Ra- and, and Kratos. Uh, I almost called Kratos Ragnarok. What the heck? Uh, and, and people started noticing, they're like, wait a minute, there's more detail in these scenes now. You know, what exactly is going on? Uh, I do not have Loney's patience um, for dumb arguments, says Derek. People are all, it's just a DLC, and I'm like, incorrect, STFU, moving on. <laughs> what did Ink say? What did Ink say? Let's see here. Yo, good morning, we the people. Good to see you, my man. Uh, Ink Sanity says, thank God I'm not the only one saying something. Things like this make me feel as if blood's going to pour out of my ears. <laughs> The location is better in the new version, but the faces are definitely a downgrade. So you think the faces look like a downgrade? I did feel like in the new footage, I was like, I think Atreus is like the fuzz on his outfit. It didn't look as detailed. It looked like they added more detail quantitatively, but qualitatively certain things didn't look quite as crisp. Now the environment looked better. Kratos is like, skin and muscles and stuff looked better but then when i looked at atreus i was like i don't know i was like i think they might have added quantity and slightly not in a i'm not complaining by the way but they might have slightly diminished the crispness and the details right 
Where was the neck tattoo? What neck tattoo? Huh? Good day, Lono and Chat. Yo, what's good, Toshibo? How was the weekend? It was good, man. I relaxed, like, big time. First new member of the day. Thank you, Kyle Wilkerson. Welcome to Reforge Gaming. Enjoy the four perks you get. You get Discord access. You get members-only AMAs every week. You get members-only Madam streams. And then once a month, you get a community game night. Those four features get enhanced if you upgrade to Tier 2. If you guys are interested and you want to start making Madam and I play different games on Friday night, there's a room in the Discord for you called Madam Game Votes. That's available to you as a Tier 2. Everything of the four perks gets enhanced to Tier 2 if you want to upgrade. Thank you to those who already did that this morning. We've launched that just this week. I updated the perks on the members, by the way. They were super old and outdated, so now it's very clear. You get four things at Tier 1, and then they get enhanced at Tier 2. The biggest hurdle in gaming uh, still seems to be teeth. Yeah, games that go for really realistic teeth end up looking weird. Like, sometimes it's just like a mouthful of chiclets. You're like, what the frick is going on? I thought it was doors. Yeah, the latest Starfield leak, the game's going to have doors. I'm thrilled. Like, clearly, if that's the if that's the substance of leaks coming out, we're really... Atreus' neck tattoo was not there. He has a neck tattoo? Is it really missing? Did they make a mistake? Or maybe there's something going on with the story. Remember, some of the image we've seen are from different times of the development stage, says Headkiller. Rockstar's too busy making skins for GTA Online. The thing that I'm curious about is the developers... Sony Santa Monica... Have they said? Have they, have they said anything about the 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 note? What people have noticed? Have they at all? Laura Dern was our age gap in Jurassic Park completely appropriate? Oh, I was like, what is she talking about? Not just doors, but space doors. Yeah, has Sony Santa Monica said anything about the, the, the what people are noticing? I'm just wondering if. It was it, it was this intentional? Were they, were they letting us see more polished versions? You know, just to whet everybody's appetite. Clearly, you have not played Bethesda games if you don't understand doors. I I guess I don't. I, I don't understand doors. Check Discord for a graphics comment. So Butters says VR, for example. Here we go. Butters can't talk about gaming without linking it to VR. Six degrees of separation. Like right, everything is Kevin Bacon. Half-Life Alex was so optimized that nothing has come close to it, so I expect the same to be true here. There's only one of those per generation, and Spider-Man was last-gen's magnum opus. I don't think we will see a train station, uh, that train station, till the end of the console gen, especially with the pro consoles on the horizon. Okay, that was actually a good connection to VR. Sometimes I think you just literally want to throw VR in, Butters, because you're like, I'm pro VR. Do you have a VR tattoo yet? Anyway, I understand what you're saying. You're saying it takes a really, really long time to optimize this generation's equipment to run well while looking great. Right, if you want something to look great and run well, it has to be optimized very, very well. And so obviously with like God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Spider-Man 2, you know, these titles are likely not going to look that much better than their predecessors. Now they're going to look better. I don't think anybody can deny that. If you look at Forbidden West, it's you can't deny that it looks significantly better than the first. But when you really side by side it, it's like, well, 
yeah, but it's still essentially the same game in a lot of ways. That's not a problem. That's not a slam. That's just the reality of the situation. It's like it, it, it looks better, but not by a mile. Okay, the same is going to be said for God of War Ragnarok graphics. They're not going to look light years better than the previous game, especially when the previous game looks so good. You just you're going to have a really really hard time unseating that or 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 completely blowing it out of the water. The Spider-Man 2 trailer wasn't pre-rendered. That's how the game is going to look. Well, and I mean, and again, I, I think it looks great. I don't think it looks a thousand times or light years or this giant massive amount better than the first Spider-Man. But that's because the first Spider-Man looks so good already. Like, when your graphics bar, when God of War looks like this it's like an eight and a half i mean it's spectacular especially now that we can see it on ps5 with 4k checkerboard and the and and 60 fps or seen on pc when your bar is that high man it's really really hard to jump any higher than that that's really tough because it's like what are we gonna do make kratos's head a little bit shinier like make the metal a little bit better HDR, even HDR isn't going to be that noticeable. I mean, it's going to be noticeable for people who have HDR and really love it, but for some people, they're not even going to notice. They're like, okay, the shadows and the lighting look a little bit more intense. I think the biggest changes from here on out are going to be render distances and numbers of assets in a scene or area. Shiny Kratos head skin confirmed. That's right. Really think about the leak, says Mac. Bethesda has struggled for years with things like ladders and vehicles. Functioning doors could be an indication that they have cracked the code everyone figured out years ago. I, I read that and I can't help but chuckle at like if that's the if that's the sign, right? It like if that's if that's the sign, then I, I don't I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. Yes, confirm. This guy is blocked, right? Did I did I do it? There we go. Block. <laughs> what's the problem with gra- gra- god of war graphics that's just it there's nothing wrong with the god of war graphics they're great there's nothing wrong with them at all <laughs> getting 4k images at a solid 60 without dynamic range that's the next step says eugene all right hang on a second i'm gonna we're doing a poll god of war ragnarok graphics how much do they matter? A lot? A little? Not at all. God of War Ragnarok graphics, how much do they matter? A lot, a little, or not at all? Like, when you look at a game like this, how important are the graphics to you? Is it super important? Is it a little important? Or is it like, I just don't really care. Give me a good game, man. Let me throw an axe and say, boy. And, you know, let me let me do that a couple times. Read it, boy. And then I'm good. I don't need graphics to blow my mind. I have a question. When will games start uh, making games with 8K? I just really hope that 8K doesn't even get mentioned for 20 years. <laughs> Like, can we just have 10 really, really good years of games uh, without all that? You know what I mean? Can, can, can we? Just g- give, me, give me 10 years 
of really, really good games at 4K before we start getting into 8K. Like, because I'm going to be honest with you. You want to know how I would take this poll? I would say a little, right? I'd be like, a little. I gra- Graphics matter, but they matter a little to me. And it, obviously, if a game looks like crap, if a game looks like crap, then yeah, I'm not going to play it. But come on. I, I, I don't need the graphics to be that amazing. Look, we got plenty of people piling in for the God of War Ragnarok graphics discussion. Smash the like button, guys. 50 more likes and we'll hit our next milestone of 200 likes. Thanks for being here this morning. If you've never been here, make sure and hit subscribe and the bell button. I'm here Monday through Friday doing a safe for work broadcast. It's kind of like a video game podcast you can throw on in the background. And uh, if you enjoy the content, make sure and check your subscription feed and my channel Monday through Friday. Sometimes I'm not in your like recommendation homepage feed, but I'm always here and I'm always live. We've got more shows today about more topics. So make sure and keep it here. You can subscribe in confidence because of the safer work. Consider becoming a member for five bucks a month. It supports the channel directly. You get four really nice perks. Some people have already upgraded today to tier two because it enhances those perks and enables you to force Madam and I to play games. Midnight Ghost Hunt has already been added. Cardock Ren went in there and has already thrown one of the first games that Madam and I have to play in the Discord room for a Friday night. We will raffle, every Friday we'll raffle two spots and we'll slowly work our way through all of the other ones that you submit. So even if you don't win the raffle, we will get to your game eventually. Just put one game in a month. Elden Ring graphics and performance are but after playing Demon Souls remake. Um, no, I don't agree with that. I think you have to take a game in context. Now, I will grant you performance is extremely disappointing. I don't know if I'd go so far as to say it's but, but <laughs> that's a great sentence. I wouldn't go so far as to say it's but, but uh, I would say that the that the graphics look great for what it is. You, you have to look at open world games differently. You, you can't, you cannot hold a game to the graphical standards of a very contained game. It just, it's, it's not, a, it's not fair to a certain degree. Look back 10 to 15 years, how much diversity was in gaming right now. Gaming is the same 10 to 15 outlines with minimal risks, nothing exciting or new happening. So I expect we are about to hit the peak of graphics quality soon, but graphics do not make a fun or a good game. Elden Ring performance sucks after playing Horizon Forbidden West says mass produce performance and art design over graphics. I agree with you, uh, Morgan Renfield. I 100% agree with you. Yes. Performance and art design well over graphics. And here's the thing. Performance and art design affect gameplay significantly. When you play a really, really great side-scroller and it's got amazing lighting and smooth animations and it's really, it's got this fluidity of motion, that affects gameplay. So that's why I've always told people, man, performance, frame rate, it's so important. It affects gameplay. It affects my immersion. Is it smooth? Is it crisp? Or is it stuttering and look like junk? So you raise all your graphics and raise all your resolution and then it's like but the game runs like absolute just garbage so why would I want to play a game like that performance is great for me not for God of War Ragnarok what do you mean Mo what do you mean I'm not sure what you're referring to too much time wasted on graphics hurts focus on gameplay when making a game 
right now if you want to take our poll god of war ragnarok graphics how much do they matter a lot a little or not at all right now a little is winning with a lot in second place at 31%. So 50% of the people that have taken the poll are saying they matter a little. And then 16% are saying not at all. So if you add those two together, right, 69%, giggity, 69% of the people taking the poll are like, I, they just, they, they matter very little or not at all. I just want a good game. You know? Art design 100% says barrier. It's the first thing that draws me into a game. Sometimes art style can be a barrier for people, though. No pun intended there. It can be. It can be a hurdle and a barrier because people are like, I I can't get into the art style. That's happened for people with Borderlands. Uh, That's happened with people with, like, little indies that are pixel. I love pixel art games, but some people just cannot do it. They can't play games that look like those old Nintendo games, you know? If the graphics are crap for this game, that's a problem. Well, but Mo, what's the likelihood of the graphics being crap in this game, right? What's the likelihood of that happening? Like, who's going to boot up Ragnarok and be like, oh my gosh, what did they do? It looks like trash compared to the last game. Like, same thing with Horizon Forbidden West. Nobody's booting up Horizon Forbidden West and going, I can't believe how bad this looks, what they do, right? How they mess this up so bad. You know, <laughs> how do they mess this this up so bad? You know, it, it looks it looks terrible. I think that's incredibly unlikely. We literally don't see risks taken anymore, so I understand what you're saying. Doomslayer says art design for Bloodborne is still unmatched. That's what it is, says Doom. Hang on, I do hope we see more graphics improvements, but I think you be uh, you thinking this is DLC is more about new mechanics and taking risks and new things. Well, and that's... Okay, so on the subject of a sequel, on the subject of a sequel, God of War Ragnarok, in my mind, doesn't need to go insane with the mechanics. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's like, no, it's another God of War. Because if you go too crazy, I don't want it to feel like a different game. I don't want it to feel like a different game. I want it to feel like God of War, but newer, better, and shinier. I don't need to jump into God of War Ragnarok and be like, oh my gosh, there's all new everything. There probably is going to be all new everything. But I don't know. I just don't set my sights on that. I really, really don't. I don't I don't think that's nearly as important as just, can it be a really good game? What if they add jump? Well, his chains... Apparently, you can use to like grapple up to locations, which you know would be would be one level of traversal that you didn't have in the first game. It just needs to continue the story. They have great characters, and the development is increasing. Says Josh. I just love good graphics. Says Raging Snake. I've it's always been like that. I just love a jaw drop experience. I don't feel like this game needs jump. It just doesn't. He jumps in certain ways. He has attacks that he jumps for. He has attacks, you know, he runs and he jumps and he has things that he does to jump over certain locations. But, like, I don't think he needs a jump, like, all the time. Do you know what I'm saying? If you guys are enjoying the show, do me a favor and smash that like button. We we didn't get a lot last time. We needed, like, 50 more for 200 and that actually really helps the vid so make sure you're doing that it's totally free to hit subscribe and it's totally free to hit the like button thanks so much for being here 
And uh, we've already gotten a couple of new members today. We've already gotten one coffee order, so make sure and support the channel in those ways as well. If you don't reach for the stars in terms of adding new mechanics, then I just can't be bothered. My worry would... Okay, can you give me an example, Doom, of a sequel that you felt like did that? <clears throat> did you feel like you booted up a sequel and you're like, what the heck? This They didn't do enough. You know what I mean? Look at the She-Hulk trailer. We all know it's going to be good, but people went nuts over the graphics. On closer inspection, I don't think people are exaggerating. At first, I thought people were really exaggerating the She-Hulk stuff, but it looks bad. It looks real bad in comparison to previous Marvel uh, CGI prowess. It looks real bad. It looks like a fan-made film or something. It looks like a... It looks like an intern's first year project. It doesn't look good at all. And I am usually the one that's like, people need to chill out. They're being overly critical. No, I, I, I've rewatched and watched it a couple of times. It, 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 there's something wrong there. I can't figure out what it is. It's bad. Because I was defending it at first. I was like, that's how she's supposed to look. And then I looked a little bit closer and I was like, no, it's, it's bad. They've spent their budget on the cast? Probably. Probably. The problem is that these kids see expensive gaming computers and they want the same performance out of a $500 box. People have tunnel vision when it comes to graphics, says for TikTok. TikTok. Uh, Examples of sequels not doing enough or doing enough? Either. Either, Doom. Give me an example of a sequel that uh, hasn't done enough and give me examples of sequels that have done enough, right? Because I want to know, like, what's your bar? I'm trying to, I don't, like, I don't mean this in a mean way. I don't really care how you experience video games. It matters more to me how I experience them, right? But I always like to learn, like, where someone is. Where where are you on this? Like, how low did a game go to have to be in your mind, like, this is a crappy sequel, and then how high does it have to be for you to be like, that was a good sequel? I want to know where your, bar- like, where's your barometer? My barometer is not yours. I would just, I always like to hear where people are on these things. Horizon Forbidden West didn't do enough. Say what now? Horizon, you, you think that Horizon Forbidden West didn't do enough as a sequel? Are you actually kidding me? That game is enormous with so much to do and so many new things. Those kids also don't know that the expensive gaming PCs that outperform those 500 boxes are rare. They're not common and definitely not representative. Horizon Forbidden West literally improved every little thing gameplay-wise. Yeah, I mean, they certainly had their issues at launch with performance, but I mean, I, I don't know. That seems to be par for the course right now. Some of that's on the sickie and working from home. Who said that? Horizon Forbidden West was stellar in so many ways. Ratchet as a sequel was good, says Fonzo. Resident Evil 8 was below average sequel. I think Resident Evil 8 was disappointing for me as a sequel, and it had nothing to do. It had nothing to do with with the fact that it wasn't good. It's that they diverted so much from what 7 was. They diverted so significantly. Okay, here we go. Sequels that did enough, says Doom. Not surprising. He says Doom 2016, Eternal, 
God of War 2018 Horizon Forbidden West. Sequels that didn't do enough, basically the entire Uncharted series, Halo series, and Gears of War. What did you think about the latest Gears of War installment, Doom? Where it had like the open world and the new traversal. Because I'll agree with you. If you go back one Gears of War, not the current one, where you had like Jack helping you fight and new traversal and a quasi-open world feel. I thought that was an excellent evolution of Gears. The one right before it, I agree with you. It was just more set-piece cover-based combat. I was like, I've played this dadgum game before. I was like, I've, I've played this game before, and I friggin' walked away. I didn't finish that game. I was down in some area, and I was like, yeah, I've been here before. I've done, I've done, I've done, did this, this, this rodeo. He's definitely got a point about the Uncharted sequels not really doing enough. Yeah, see, I actually think, I actually can appreciate some of what he's saying, because I do think when I played the 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 Uncharted one, uh, what did I play? I only played the one, and then I played the spinoff with the girls, uh, with the women, with the ladies, with the females. I got to use all the appropriate terms, or I'll get in trouble. With the girls, ladies, females, women, woman, we mean woman. Her story that I liked that one. the The spinoff one was good. The actual um, the actual Uncharted four though, people were like, "Yeah, you should have really gone back and played the other ones." And someone's like, "No, you didn't really need to. They're basically all very samey." You know what I mean? Years five was open section, not open world. I said quasi-open-world, Mo, you pedantic Microsoft-worshipping little frick! I said quasi-open-world, Mo! Mosif? Mophius? I'm gonna use your- I'm gonna use your government! Gee, Christmas, Mo! You didn't say birthing person. Oh, gosh. They looked beautiful on the PS5. Horizon was a good game. People are gonna complain about every game coming out. Not a huge amount of difference between 2 and 3, but the other jumps were significant. Last of Us 2 also did enough, but barely enough. (laughs) It did enough, but barely enough. Yeah. Assassin's Creed 3 didn't do enough to push the franchise forward. Isn't 3 the one where they changed everything and everybody got really mad? Harry says, did enough. Assassin's Creed 2, Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag, AC Origins, didn't do enough, any other AC. Yeah, Mosif. <laughs> Mosif. <laughs> Mophius. Oh, man. <laughs> Morpheus' little brother, Mophius. Yo, I agree with you about... Yeah, Harry, I think you nailed it. Assassin's Creed 2, Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag, and then AC Origins. Yes, yes, and yes. 100%. I loved Origins. I thought Assassin's Creed Origins was phenomenal. My boy calls you Mosif. Oh, really? <laughs> That's funny. It's funny. Well, I mean, sometimes you deserve it. I'm sure you get scolded by others, you know? You're a cantankerous, you're a cantankerous person. <laughs> I feel like Gears games have always had major downgrades from when they show the announcements. Origins did new things, at least. Odyssey did new things, but it almost did too much. Assassin's Creed Odyssey was like, do you want to do this? Do you want to do this? Do you want to run some ships? Do you want to run an organization? Do you want to run a business? Do you want to make a Do you want to make a blanket? Do you want to get into selling sweaters? You can do this over here too. Do you want to get into combat? That's completely optional. You can be a diplomat. I don't know. I felt like Odyssey overwhelmed me. I was like, I don't know. It, it was like 
they took it was almost like Fable and Assassin's Creed had like a baby I was like there's too much for me to do I just want to like sneak around and stab people in the throat and not have to think about all these other things do you know what I mean Origins was a good balance of like yeah there's tons of stuff to do but you want to just get to killing then get to killing never played Valhalla I played Valhalla enough to see why people love it. I just didn't have time to put more time into it. I wanted to. I actually enjoyed Valhalla quite a bit. Yo, good morning, MJ. As long as gameplay is good, then graphics doesn't matter. Yeah, if you guys are just tuning in, God of War Ragnarok graphics. That's the discussion this morning. We're obviously getting off into other examples of good and bad sequels. What do you think? When you look at God of War Ragnarok graphics, how much do they matter? We still don't have 200 likes. Who in the chat is slacking? We're barely moving the like needle. Come on! Over 300 people? Let's see that 200 like milestone. It's easy. Just give give a little peck. Are people not able to click the like button still? That was happening last week. I wonder if that's why likes have been so... Like, usually I say, hey... We're close to a milestone, and like, we get a ton of likes. And last week and today, it's been like, it's like people can't push the button. It's like it's glitched or something. It was glitching for people last week. There we go. No, we just hit 200 and it went away. What is happening? Now we have 200, and then it took some away. It's glitching out, man. YouTube is freaking. Cat. Cat. You... You are too generous, chat. Listen to what Kat did. She sent us the first three Harry Potter books illustrated, like it's a big set. There's the set of the first three, and there's a set of the last four books. So then you have all seven. Gee, Christmas, Cat. Way too generous. My kids lost their freaking minds. They couldn't believe it. They were so excited when there was a box at the P.O. box. They were like jumping up and down. It's not glitching. People are double tapping. Oh. God of War rehaul of the engine looks beautiful and ultra realistic. I think it looks great. Yeah. From what I've seen of of the God of War Ragnarok gameplay, I think it looks phenomenal. I really do. YouTube's been off for the last week or so. I keep getting recommendations for YouTubers and topics I don't follow. Yeah, it's being super wonky. It really, really is. What AC really did right was the amazing movie. Oh, shut up, Derek. Just trying. You're just trying to provoke chat. (laughs) He's just trying to provoke chat at this point. The best thing out of Assassin's Creed was clearly the movie. (laughs) Uh, I was about to say Forza games as sequels. They don't do enough, but it's a racing game. So what can you do? Every game has to be judged in its context. That's why I pushed back on the guy this morning that was like, oh, Elden Ring's graphics aren't any good. I'm like, it's an open world game. They're great for an open world game. Now, performance, sure. I don't know when we're going to get an optimization patch for that dadgum game, but I would like to get one. It'd be nice to play it on PC or the PS5 version so my controller would work right. There's certain features you don't get when you're playing the PS4 version on a PS5, and it's annoying. A game I mixed on, Devil May Cry 5. After Devil May Cry 3, the games have kind of just gotten worse. I love the visuals, combat, and music of Devil May Cry 4 and 5, but the level design, storytelling, and character arcs have gotten so bad. I thought Devil May Cry was... 
5 was highly praised by like everybody obviously not you but I thought it got very good uh, reviews and it was kind of critically acclaimed I didn't like it I don't like on rails combo you know combo simulators which I'm not throwing shade that's what those games feel like you know what I mean cat very kind need more of that in the world yeah my kids they want so badly to finish Redwall now we've got like 11 more books in Redwall they want to do Harry Potter so bad. I'm like, you guys are going to have to wait. Like, my son's six. And I'm like, you're going to need to be like seven or eight maybe before we dive into Harry Potter because it could get a little scary for him, you know? He's still kind of scared of the dark, you know? He's he's at that age where certain things make him uneasy still. Yo, good morning, sorcerer. I had to completely erase all my YouTube history to try to get my algorithm back in check. Yeah, I kind of messed up some of y'all's algorithms by talking about, you know, Jesus and religion and religion and politics. You guys are like, "What the frick's happened to my algo?" But uh, we have switched Reforge Radio to a gaming show. It's where we go in the afternoons now. It's basically a catch-all for gaming news. We cover topics here, we cover gameplay here, but if you want like eight different news stories in one episode, that's where we go in the afternoon over to Reforge Radio. What's the context of the poll this morning? Did something come out about the uh, and the graphics suck? No, Boris. Quite the contrary. Good morning, Zubair. Quite the contrary, uh, Boris. Boris, the uh, I'm invincible. I always think of that from Goldeneye when I see the name Boris. Anyway, so there were people saying that a sequel has to really ratchet up the graphics, the mechanics, the gameplay, etc. I was saying that like God of War 2018 was so phenomenal looking that you weren't going to be able to improve the graphics that much. Okay, so that's why I was saying when you look at God of War Ragnarok graphics, how much do they matter? Do you look at them and you're like, oh, it's fine. Do they not matter that much? Do they not matter at all? Do they matter a whole lot? That was That's kind of what the, the question was born out of. Also, I don't believe that, Lono. I watched all your religious not gaming streams not once was I recommended anything remotely religious. I mean, distorted. I had people putting screenshots in the Discord, so I didn't think. I don't think people were making it up. I just think some people distorted. You might consume ninety nine percent gaming content, and then you would watch my radio streams. But what about somebody who hangs out with me all day long and consumes almost no other YouTube? Well, they're like, okay, so you like video games and uh, the Bible. Like, you like video games and uh, political debates. Like, no, people were not making it up. I think it's dependent upon how much they consume on YouTube, Distorted. And if I was 90% of their consumption, then it more than likely was just completely jacking up what uh, what they were getting. It was the art direction over the graphics that I loved about the PS4 God of War was great that the gameplay was just as amazing. I'm on YouTube for this and DIY and my feeds were getting jacked. There you go. If they only watch you, then why even care about the recommends? Because it gets in the way of recommending my gaming content. You know what I'm saying? Um, It's not worth discussing. People's stuff got jacked up and they didn't like it and we didn't like it long term. So it's not really worth a deep dive. I just wanted some crazy crap in the Ragnarok story. I think you're going to get it. I'm telling you right now, we're going to we're going to wield Mjolnir. I think we're getting it. I think we're getting Thor's hammer. We're going to kill him and take it and use it. Yo, that's a big milestone, Victor. 14 months of membership. 
There's an expectation of improvements from sequels, gameplay, performance, or graphics. People don't want to feel like they've taken a step backward. Thank you for renewing your membership and hitting a 14-month milestone, Victor. Welcome back in. Guys, just this week, just this week, we cleaned up the perks on your memberships. There's four base perks that you get at Tier 1, okay? Four. You get increased access in the Discord, weekly AMA streams, members-only streams with Madam, and then uh, Community Game Night. Those are all members-only perks. That's at Tier 1. Those four perks get enhanced, and they get quite a bit better on Tier 2. If you want to vote and make Madam and I play games on Friday night, if you want access to the VIP room, if you want priority during AMA or priority during Community Game Nights, you can upgrade your membership to enhance those four perks. Thanks, everybody, for being here. If you've never done a membership on YouTube before, it's 5 bucks a month. It supports me directly. And we are trying to hit a goal of 600. We're in like the 515s or something like that. And if we hit 600 this month, my wife has to play Elden Ring. She's been talking a lot of smack. You're not going to want to miss it. If you don't catch those Friday night streams, you've got to check the channel and the community tab every Friday. That's the best way to find those streams. I don't think Mjolnir is going to be the new weapon because I don't know how they'll make it different gameplay-wise. Both weapons are pretty similar. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that, but I could also see Doom, why that would be a real easy add. <laughs> like, animations-wise, you know what I'm saying? It'd be a real easy add, and plus we'd be feeling pretty awesome, right? <laughs> Just throwing Mjolnir around. Hey, we got Mew Mew. The Axe Kratos wields is supposed to be a superior version of Mjolnir. Really? Hmm. I don't think I read that. Graphics matter to me, says Boris. Boris, Boris, I'm an 80s kid. Uh, I've been comparing graphics since Genesis versus the Turbo Graphics 16. You remember glass processing? Remember that? Or blat? Was it blast processing? The story always talks about how destructive Mjolnir is. I played God of War 2018 over 50 hours. Did you feel the Blades of Chaos was saturated in the game? I haven't played in such a long time. I don't remember. I remember the Blades of Chaos being really, really good against certain enemies. So when I played God of War originally, I, that was back when, like, that was so hard to finish games, and it still is. It's so hard. If, you, if you've not established, like, a brand or a channel around playing games to completion, it's so difficult. You get into part three and four of the game, and you just completely lose your audience because they're like, yeah, I don't really care, you know, which is understandable. Luckily, my recommended videos didn't get affected, uh, but YouTube's fickle. Sometimes I'll watch one offshoot thing and it completely breaks my homepage. Other times it recommends videos from seven plus years ago when I really want something relevant and current. So yeah, YouTube, get your crap together. I feel like YouTube's algorithm is very much skewed towards VODs and not live streaming. I think live streaming messes with it a bit. Well, that's why we try and keep the VOD short and consumable so anybody that clicks on a VOD gets good content. We're very intentional about that. I make the first like five or six minutes of the VOD very, very jam-packed with value. So if you're like, what did he talk about today? Blink, and you click on the VOD and you get all that. It, you know, five minutes and you know everything I talked about. Why should Santa Monica add a sword or spear in God of War Ragnarok? It makes no sense in the Norse world. I, yeah, I can't see doing sword or spear. I, I could see, I could see getting Mjolnir. I could see getting enhancements to the to the chains. I, you know, other than that, I don't know how much they're gonna, they're much they're gonna do. I don't think near as powerful as the Blade of Olympus. 
Spear or Mega Spear in Ragnarok. No boring hammer unless it's for boy. Yes, it does. Spears are the most common weapon of all time. Yeah, right? Why wouldn't they have spears? Isn't that what the... Isn't that what the... um? Oh, what is she? She's the last of her kind. Defended. They rode on the Pegasus. Oh my gosh. The women, the women warriors. Didn't they all use spears? At least they... No, they used swords and shields, didn't they? They were like fighting Hela in the one clip. And I can't... The Valkyries. I think the Valkyries used swords and shields. Or did they use spears? Uh, spears are this. Also, Zelda games are for children. Yo, two months of membership. That's a nice milestone. Mugen Plus, welcome back in. Thanks for renewing your membership. As long as the spears aren't this, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Swords. They made a point of it. <laughs> Is that was that an intended pun, Valiant? <laughs> He had a spear in the OG God of War 2 is pretty good. They have their own they uh they have their own names. Oh, they name their swords. <laughs> they use swords. They really uh they really made a point of it. <laughs> Next Kratos will kill the Egyptian or the Japanese gods. Zubair are Mario games for adults. <laughs> yeah. What Kratos really needs in God of War Ragnarok is nunchucks. That's really it's it's the lack of nunchucks, you know. It's the uh, it's the lack of nunchucks. Why is Horizon Forbidden West trending on Twitter? Horizon Forbidden West is back at the top of the UK physical charts. Why? What is happening? Horizon Forbidden West was the first best-selling game in the UK 13 weeks after launch. What happened? Why does why is that happening? I mean, I'm I'm all for that game's success. You know, we're all waiting patiently for DLC announcements. Oh, bundles. We got cutting edge humor over here this morning. <laughs> uh that day was an interesting day. Yeah, yeah. When we when we learned that spears were the R word, that was that was truly something. If you're just tuning in, we're discussing God of War Ragnarok graphics. When they released the Sony blog about the God of War Ragnarok accessibility features, there were 60 plus features outlined in the blog. People started noticing that the gameplay used in the footage in that blog looked better than the gameplay footage that we have already seen. So that spurred on a discussion and a debate. How important are graphics to you? That's why there is a poll at the top of the chat. God of War, Ragnarok, graphics. How much do they matter? 300 people have voted. Keep those votes coming in. A lot and a little are basically tied right now, and then not at all is down at 16%. Now, I would add not at all and a little into one group. And that would give us a 59%. So it's like a 60-40 split. It either matters to you a whole lot or a little or not at all. So I think that's, you know, 60-40 is not bad. It actually doesn't surprise me that that's where it breaks. It, you know, it breaks on that line. Bundles and it's the best game this year so far, arguably. I don't think it's the best game this year so far, but, you know, I'm glad you think so because I liked it. But I definitely think Elden Ring was, was was... 
for me, for me, this is subjective to the player. I thought Elden Ring was a better game. I thought it was better. I assume the latest gameplay was PS5. Was the original also PS5? The poll's a little vague. Doesn't matter in terms of buying the game or not, or in terms of judging the quality of game. It's vague because how much does it matter to you? I, I It doesn't have to be specifically about purchasing or playing or reviewing. When you're considering the game, how much does it matter? You know? It, 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 it's up to you to determine that. I, I'm not going to tell you, oh, only specifically for buying. Only specifically for buying. I, I don't. I don't think that. that I don't think so. Uh, let's see. Gamer entitled gamers are bad for the industry, especially when considering how demanding. Uh, let's see. Demanding they are being with uh, Xbox Game Pass and PlayStation uh, Plus. Xbox, PlayStation, Shorts. Actually, we shouldn't. Let's not capitalize. So what we do uh, every day, and I forgot to do this, so I'm going to do it now. What we do every day is I use like the Shorts, uh, the Shorts, shelf i will not hit your notification with shorts unless something like really serious is going on and we need to like get your attention uh but uh xbox game pass game pass uh playstation plus and shorts so it should just show up in the in the short shelf if you uh if you guys look at shorts on mobile some of you might never ever ever look at a short because you're like I don't like shorts like maybe you don't even use the mobile device but if you ever see my videos in the short shelf feel free to interact with them like them leave a comment whatever um, but they will not hit your notifications I just I forgot to do one this morning we had an old one saved uh, that entitled gamers are bad for the uh, for the industry so we're getting a lot of people in today off of suggested videos so if you came into my video off of suggest or a good amount of people from search as well welcome in if you've never been here before thank you so much for being here and pressing subscribe pressing like pressing all the things i am a safe for work broadcaster uh so you can subscribe in confidence i'm usually in your feed all throughout the week uh it's kind of like a video game podcast you can throw on in the background of your day so you can subscribe in confidence if i'm ever not on your homepage, check your subscriptions feed and check my channel because we do multiple streams a day here and then we end the day over on our other channel reforge radio we've got big game news we are not just discussing god of war ragnarok today we also will be discussing the second show of the day here on gaming is about summer games fest and how i believe it's killed e3 then over on radio for spoken rumors about a delay I kept saying I think it might get delayed oh no it might be happening and then EA the company EA looking to sell or merge full day of coverage and news for you more stuff over on radio too about Call of Duty responding to criticism and other news stories who else pre-ordered the Capcom fighting collection says Morgan God of War PS4 was a beautiful game for those that have PS5. I assume you'd want to get something absolutely stunning. I think it matters a lot, although it doesn't necessarily define the game. Here, here's what I'll say to that. Here's what I'll say to that. God of War 2018. Okay, so God of War PS5 gameplay is absolutely stunning. 
They gave us a 4K checkerboard upgrade with 60 FPS performance, and it is a beautiful game. And as long as Ragnarok looks slightly better than that, I will be completely happy because I want the game to run well. I don't want them to squeeze the game out like a rag and and make it virtually impossible for for you know. It, it, I don't want it to I don't want it to be like oh it runs bad but it looks beautiful do you know what I mean I don't think that's a good idea my friend this morning said that Tom Cruise sucks in a group message he says he's got two maybe three good movies so I said Oblivion Mission Impossible Vanilla Sky War of the Worlds Collateral Last Samurai Minority Report Jack Reacher Magnolia A Few Good Men Interview with the Vampire Rain Man you shut your whore mouth <laughs> I am safe for work. Sorry about that. Yeah, I had to tell him to shut his face. I was like, you shut your mouth. I know he's typecast, and I don't care. He's got great movies. <laughs> what boss fights do you want in Ragnarok? I actually... So, here's something that I do when I come to a game like God of War or Ragnarok. You want to you know what I do? I do not come up with a list of demands. Yeah, Night and Day was actually surprisingly very entertaining. I don't come to the game with a list of demands. I don't. Because all that's going to happen, it's unlikely I'm going to get the things that I'm asking for, right? You know, what are the odds I'm going to get the bad guys or the villains or the fights or the weapons or the updates or the upgrades or the, or the enhancements? What are the odds that I'm going to get what I'm looking for? You know what I mean? Jack Reacher got to disagree on that one. I thought it was a fun movie. I'm not going to say it's a it's award winning. I thought it was a good movie. It's a fun movie. As a person, I'm not a fan, but you can't really dispute his films. Oh yeah, he's 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 crazy as a bag of cats. But who cares? He makes great films. I think Magnolia, especially. I think Magnolia shows his range. I may have to replay God of War 2018 just for the story beats. Eugene, I was really hoping that by the time this game comes out, this channel would be in such a healthy place that we could spend like literally the two weeks leading up playing through the entire game like bit by bit, you know, in pieces and parts. Um, but uh, I just don't know. I don't know. Sub subgrowth slowed down a little bit. Subgrowth is still there. The channel's still doing exactly what we want to see. I think I was thinking and hoping that like Horizon and Elden Ring would have been a little bit more meteoric. I don't want meteoric growth. Meteoric growth is not good on any platform. But I was hoping for a little bit of a bigger bolster. Um, Maybe the summer will do that. So maybe by the time Ragnarok gets here, we could say, hey, we are going to play through all of God of War 2018 slowly bit by bit. You know, we'll just do an hour. We'll do like two hours a day or something. Um, I don't know. Maybe we'll be in a healthier place and can do that. We're, we really want to put more gameplay on this channel. But I mean, honestly, the talk show is the central piece. The minute we start doing gameplay, we tend to take a massive hit in viewership because that's just not what people tune in for. People do not tune in to watch me play games. They like watching me showcase a brand new game. And then after about an hour, they're like, deuces they're like we've seen enough and that's that's not anything to be angry about that's just the reality sean hitting a two-month milestone thank you for renewing your membership been with you a bit longer than two months but that was from back on the plat uh the platform that shall not be named 
Keep up the good work, Lono. God of War 2024. Shut up, Sean. Thanks for renewing, homie. Guess what showed up today? There you go. That's a great drawing, too. That's a really good drawing, Fuzzy. If you guys have never done a membership on YouTube, live streamers on YouTube, we don't run a lot of ads. So it's not like a traditional video that you watch. It's got ads placed throughout, okay? What we do is we have memberships. And then you get extra content as a member. So for five bucks a month, you get four base level perks. If you upgrade to tier two, you get those perks enhanced. We're really trying to hit a milestone of 600 members. We're also trying to get a lot of people to upgrade to tier two. And you can start taking advantage of those perks in the Discord. Cardock, Vengeance, and Victor have already done so. They've put Worms, WMD, Master Chief Collection, uh, Halo... Level the library difficulty legendary. Vengeance is just choosing to be an absolute troll. And then Cardock selected Midnight Ghost Run. Those are games that we will have to play on a Friday night. Those are members only streams with my wife and they're hilarious. We decided to start letting you guys determine what takes place on those nights. So you can consider upgrading to tier 2 or just sign up at the base level and help us unlock 600 members and make my wife play Elden Ring. Alright? I try not to push that too much but... We, we need those memberships to continue going in that great direction uh, to continue doing what we do here. Because you just... Ad revenue cannot be something that a live streamer lives off of. It's too disruptive to the flow of the show to, like, run ads. It's easier for me to periodically, like, say, hey, become a member, and then move on. Horizon Forbidden West is DLC for four-month renewal. Thank you, Lewis, for hitting a four-month milestone and for, and for saying something dumb. We always like to see dumb things said in chat. <laughs> I'm just kidding, bro. Did you have a completed save of God of War? You could fight all the Valkyries leading up to the release of Ragnarok instead of a full playthrough. Would be easier content for folks to consume. I have no idea where that save file would be. I have no idea where that would be. <clears throat> Maybe on my PlayStation in the cloud. I have no, no freaking clue. Because I know I beat the entire game. Which God of War games have you played? I've only played God of War 2018. That's the only one I played. I was not a PlayStation guy. That was the comment you roasted me for on my first visit here. Oh, really? Yeah, I sliced you up. It was it was about Forbidden West being a DLC. I didn't slice you up. I gave you a, a pretty solid chin shot. You took it in stride. Became a member, and then we played Fortnite together the one night. <laughs> and you gave me some grief back. It was good. It was good. <clears throat> oh, man. Also, don't forget to order coffee. We already had a coffee order this morning. If you're a coffee drinker and you've never tried coffee with balanced acidity, you should try ours. You should definitely give it a whirl. And we want to hear from you guys about this game in particular, like God of War 2018, God of War on PC as well all leading up to God of War Ragnarok release date, you know, is that a... Is the, is this a tantalizing franchise for you, even if you've never touched it? Because I think sometimes people will say, like, I've never played it, but man, do I really, really want to. That was like me with The Witcher 3. I was like, I've played it enough to know I would enjoy it, but it's just I can't play it. I don't have the time, you know? Big enough to not incur the wrath of Pete is small enough for it to jump around and they do crazy stuff. How big of a box are we talking? My preference is a box of frogs? A box of frogs? What are you guys talking about? I prefer crazy as a bag of weasels 
I feel like a bag of cats has a 50-50% chance of taking a nap. <laughs> That's true. That's true depending on the time of day. I remember once we went to, uh, this was obviously before all the, the Tiger King controversy. We went to Big Cat Rescue, and they were like, we're just going to fair warn you, cats sleep like 16 hours a day, so a lot of the cats are going to be just conked out. So just prepare yourself. You know, you're going to spend all this money to go see a bunch of cats taking naps. I still haven't finished God of War. It sucks that I can't play the sequel since I'm a PC gamer. Well, you're not right away, at least. Corey says, I love the OG series of God of War, but 2018 is something special. I agree. Vengeance with a $10 super chat tip. I'm not being a troll for that game suggestion. I chose the most irritating level on the most balanced Halo game on the hardest difficulty. Watch out for Rocket Flood. But how is that not being a troll? I want you to read that. I'm not being a troll. I just chose the most irritating level on the most balanced Halo game on the hardest difficulty. How is that not being a troll? <laughs> I'd like somebody pe- picking Jump King or getting over it and being like, I'm not trolling. Come on. I didn't play God of War until I got a PS5. So seeing that Ragnarok is getting improved graphics is really promising. When Lono drags your ludicrous conversation into the light of day. Yeah, I, I can see you. I, see, I can see what you're saying. I believe that Game Pass Exodus has started. Really? So this guy says, I'm subscribing from Xbox Game Pass for the first time ever. Got to admit to myself, I barely use it and barely have time for it now. I'll be back but now there's no point. This guy says, Gene is right. I feel like a chump for prepaying for all these years. At the end of 2022, I would have spent $240 for four years of Game Pass Ultimate for just one great game that I played, uh, Forza Horizon 5. Barely use it otherwise. Where are the exclusives? Bad investment for AAA-focused gamers. Oof. That's just an oof. We've been saying it. We've been saying it. That value has diminished quite a bit. Gene Park cap for it too. What do you mean? Was he was he kidding? Who said that? These are two verified users: Gene Park and then Ty Kim. So I don't know what kind of following they have, but they're like they're taking some swings. You know what I mean? I canceled my Game Pass last month. Nothing there I want to play right now. Yeah, I, I don't follow Gene Park. But uh, he put it in the... Uh, Butters put it in the Discord. He's got 87,000 followers. Uh, mm, 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 I'm not seeing... Did he, was he... Did he... Yeah, I'm unsubscribing. He says, LOL at people freaking out that I'm briefly unsubscribing from a video game service. Where was this energy when I unsubbed from Netflix or Spotify? But also, imagine getting mad at someone for unsubscribing from Netflix or Game Pass. Yeah. Jason Momoa, worst actor ever. Hey, 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 hey. You settle the frick down. You settle down, sir, with your slander of Momoa. 
Yo, Famous Frosty hitting a five-month milestone. Thanks for renewing your membership. I'm hoping that I have time to play God of War. Just had my first baby five days ago. A lot of diaper changing. Congrats on the new baby, man. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Game Pass is fire. I love it. The value is not diminished at all. It's diminished for people who want big AAA titles. That's what the guy said. He said, listen, it's not good for AAA people. And he said he'd be back when it, when it, when it started to get the, that, that value added to it again. <clears throat> that's something we've been saying is that like, if you just love to get a constant flow of games, that's a great value. If you're looking for the big AAAs, they're not there. The problem is if they only play AAA, I play everything. So it's great for me. That's right. You're drawing a distinction between the value. And that's exactly what he said in the tweet. Everyone loved Game Pass, and now that the FTC is looking into influencers falsely advocating for products that they don't use, and that everyone's backing away from it. Yeah, did you see that? The FTC looking into fake reviews? I thought that was funny. It lacks value for people who want to play games that they don't have to Google that they don't have to Google first. A lot of influencers are suddenly unsubscribing when the FTC said they're going to investigate people taking free stuff from companies. <laughs> people canceling and resubbing to play one game for a month on its release is going to kill those games that's exactly right that's exactly right game pass is good for me at the moment because it uh, gives my kids a chance to try a variety of games yeah I think game pass is really really wonderful in the right in the right context for sure for sure yo Yami Watkins good morning over there on TikTok thanks for watching over there TikTok's going to invest pretty heavily into gaming and, and live streaming of gaming. We're just kind of in a holding pattern over there. We don't get impressive viewership. We don't hold. Whenever I boot up, I spike up into the 50, 60, 17, sometimes almost 100 viewers, and nobody sticks around. There just isn't quite an audience over there for what I do, but I think that will come in time. I think more and more people uh, will start to go to TikTok for gaming content. Currently, it's mostly ASMR and like, you know, the other stuff, which even that stuff's not lasting because they just get shut down all the time because they push the envelope and then, you know, the streams get shut down. Game Pass is good for parents or casuals who just started gaming, but hardcore gamers played 90% of the games already. Yeah, but 90% hardcore gamers don't make up a large, large enough portion of the, of the market, you know? We have a poll at the top of the chat for those that clicked on this video interested in God of War Ragnarok graphics. How much do they matter to you? Almost 400 votes already. Do they matter a little? A lot? Not at all? The reason we're discussing this is it became sort of noticed there was a Sony blog, a PlayStation blog, that showed the God of War Ragnarok accessibility features. And those features were... Uh basically outlining closed caption, things you could do with the background. There was like a high contrast mode. And then uh, people started looking at the footage and they said, this is new footage. It's been upgraded. The graphics are slightly better. And the the discussion this morning has been how important is that? Especially in a sequel. Um, you know, especially in a sequel. So that is a that is that is that is a, that is a question set before you. 
uh, today. And that's why we have the poll at the top of the chat. Me personally, me personally, I don't think graphics are important enough that I would like not buy a game if the graphics aren't there. It, unless the graphics hinder my experience. Because I play, I'll, dude, I'll play like, I'll play a game that looks like Minecraft if it's fun, you know? I will. Legs are important. They'll be back in 2023. Oh, for sure. Watching it, Trey's changes aren't as noticeable, and I wonder if it's more about focus. That was what I couldn't figure out, Eugene. Atreus looks almost blurry. And I can't tell if that's because they did like a point of focus with the camera. So, you know, you're supposed to be looking at Kratos. Or did they add quantity? And because they added quantity, it hurt the distinct definitive quality. Does that make sense? The list shown is not the full list. I'm not sure what you mean. The PlayStation subscription is useless to me too. I've played all the games in the list that I want to play already. Same with Game Pass. Right, like, and that's the thing. You have to understand from a marketing perspective how much they don't care about you. And that's not a slight. They don't care about you. If, if you've played every game that you've wanted to play out of all the big releases on Sony, how many are there? There's like seven, six or seven really big releases. And let's say you've played three or four of them. Man, they don't care about you, buddy. Because you're a great customer. You're already a great customer. They'll, uh, you know, they'll, they'll get you, they'll get you with the, the next big release. They'll get you with the next big release. They'll be like, all right, buddy, don't worry. We'll see you. We'll see you on the flip side. Whenever we release another game, we know you're going to buy it. You know? Anybody spot Atreus is using Kratos's Greek skirt in the trailer? I did not catch that. No. You go into Minecraft expecting low graphics. Most expect higher graphics for games like God of War. Well, of course, because... No, 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 no. I agree with you. Under certain circumstances, like God of War, Ragnarok, graphics, they matter. I can't go into that game and it suddenly look like Minecraft. I'd be like, what the frick did you guys do? But we know that's not within the scope of possibility. So as long as I go in the game and it runs smooth, I'm not going to quibble about like, they didn't do enough to upgrade the graphics. They didn't do enough to push the envelope. I'm just not going to land on that spectrum of criticism. I'm not. That doesn't matter enough to me. Would you say Returnal falls into the launch title window? If so, it's the greatest launch game in history. I'm not sure what you mean. Oh, are you saying was it, should it be considered a launch title for the PlayStation 5? Yes, I think it should be considered that. 100% it should be considered that. <clears throat> Quarterfish, I think the point I was making was graphics are not a barrier for me because I can play I can play a crummy looking pixelated indie title and have a ball. I can't. I can have an absolute ball. But it depends on the game, right? Because those games you go in expecting that like you kind of said. Yeah, God of War Ragnarok is releasing on the PlayStation 4 as well. It's the last cross-generation first-party title. Seven-ish months, seven-ish months is a stretch. Yeah, I would agree with that. Minecraft relies on gameplay, 
Certain games don't, and therefore they need the graphics to carry their butt. Has graphics ever carried a bad game, though, is a better question. Well, you're not asking a question, but I want to ask the question. Have you ever played a game and been like, well, the gameplay's not very good, but dadgummit, uh, them graphics are really making up for it. I actually think the exact opposite. You know what I mean? I think gameplay gameplay can ruin a beautiful game. I don't think graphics can ruin a good game. If you're having an absolute ball with the game and the gameplay loop, I don't think graphics can 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 hurt that enough. But if you're having a bad time with the game's content loop or it's not a very good game, really really beautiful graphics don't change anything. Yeah, the order what 1886 or whatever they called it. Yeah, exactly. Beautiful game, but there, there, there was nothing there. The, the, the beautiful graphics didn't make up for the fact that the game wasn't any good. Could we get 30 more likes on the vid? If you've tuned in, you're enjoying the conversation. I am a safe for work broadcaster, so make sure and hit subscribe. It's free to subscribe. It's free to smash the like button. That helps out the channel, the video. It ensures you'll be back here another day. Uh, thank you so much for being here this morning and pushing all of those buttons. Make sure you also consider doing a membership or ordering some coffee. Those are ways to support us directly. The coffee's not a sponsor. It's ours. You're basically supporting a small business when you order it. My wife and kiddos bag it up and ship it to you. And we just recently updated the perks for members to make it more clear what you get. You get four perks at Tier 1, and then those perks enhance at Tier 2. PlayStation Plus will have third-party day and date. They already had third-party PS5 games go day and date since the launch of PS Plus. Case in point, Axiom Verge was amazing despite its NES pixel style. I couldn't get over the controls in Axiom Verge mass production. It felt so rigid, I just didn't like it. Ori and Hollow Knight will spoil you. If you play like classic platformers and you've played Ori or you've played Hollow Knight, yeah. Yeah, they'll, they will absolutely spoil you because like Axiom Verge just feels too rigid. I didn't like it. We mustn't forget that some games just hook you no matter the graphics or the gameplay or, or score. Fallout 4 ain't going down in history as a triumph, but I put 500 plus hours into it. I'm telling you, I have said this so many times. Everything should be subservient to the content loop. The content loop is God. And if you fail to sacrifice and worship it accordingly, it will smite you. It will. If the content loop is bad, it will smite you. Your game will fail. I don't care how pretty the graphics are. I don't care how many features you added. If the content loop is butt, then you aren't going anywhere. I have played so many games recently where it's like, Biomutant's a great example cool graphics, cool idea really, really impressive little game, and then the content loop is utter trash none of those things save it, none of those things save it everything should be subservient to the content loop, always let's do this really great graphical enhancement, is it going to hinder animation is it going to hinder fluidity, is it going to hinder gameplay then don't friggin do it Butt McStuffin. <laughs> I thought it was Butts McStuffin. <laughs> he 
did something again this weekend that was so funny. He was a trooper too. You ever, those of you with kids, does your kid ever just have a bad day? Like they can't catch a break. My man slipped and fell on our walk. He went running and he slipped and fell. He got very lucky because he almost face planted on a curb. Like he landed next to the curb. I mean, he could have really messed himself up. Tiny scrapes, but it hurt. It was a bad fall. You know, he didn't he didn't bleed or anything, which was the encouraging thing. And then we were playing, then we were playing um, soccer, and he slipped on the ball and fell on the driveway. I was like, man, my man just can't catch a break. But he was he was a big boy. He was brave. He pushed through that pain. He's six years old and he's shaking it off. He was he was a champ. I was like, Dad, gum, man, that hurts. He was just having a rough. He was having a rough go. <laughs> he was having a rough go of it last night. Graphics don't matter. Give me gameplay. 80s, the 8-bit visuals. The hyperbolic comments. What you talking about? 80s. What do you what do you who are you responding to, Morgan? I will not worship your false gods. May Kratos smite them. <laughs> I still want to fire it up and scrap stuff and tinker on my settlements to this day. Yeah, the content loop hooked you. I love Hades for that reason. It's addicting. Yep. V V Rising. V Rising is a great example of a game that said, let's make a killer content loop. And they did. Adam Russell hitting a four-month milestone. Lono, good morning. Have a good day, brother. Thank you for renewing your membership, bro. My little man's turning nine months old and fell off the couch the other day. Scared me to death. He brushed it off like it was nothing. Kids are tough. Oh, yeah, man. You're, we're lucky that babies are like rubber, man, because they, they always do that kind of stuff. You're like, all right, you're changing their diaper. You're like, where did I set the wipes? And then they just like catapult off the couch. You're like, how did how did you do that? Someone said, if a AAA game looks like an 80s game, I won't be interested. Oh, I mean, no. Here's the thing, Morgan. Here's the thing. There are people that cannot get over that graphical barrier if it looks pixelated 16-bit 8-bit whatever if it's old school pixel graphics they can't touch it i don't play v rising just because i don't like the graphics you let you let the graphics of v rising get in the way i disagree lono for me either there are three pillars of a great game immersion gameplay and story i only refer to a game as amazing if it has all three one or two can make a good game, but all three. Corey, I think you're misunderstanding the high. I'm setting up a hierarchy. Ga- the content loop is God. All must serve that. Your immersion must serve it, and the story must serve it. Do you want to know why? If the story serves the content loop and the immersion serves the content loop, the content loop will in turn serve and bolster the immersion and the story. You must, you must make content loop gameplay the ultimate and most important thing always. I don't care how great your story is. I don't care how immersive your city is. It doesn't matter if the content loop sucks. If the content loop sucks, it will undercut every single qualitative point you add to your game. Your game could be the prettiest, most groundbreaking game in history. And if the content loop sucks, nobody will care. You must serve the content loop. Always. And that's the whole point. Your story 
your story and your immersion, everything benefits from this hierarchy. It all benefits from this. Your story will be better. Your immersion will be better. Everything goes up when you do this. And too many games do what you're doing, which I think is is to their peril. They set up pillars. No, it's not pillars. That's not what it is. There is a God in the room, and it is the content loop. It is gameplay. And everything in the game should form a symbiotic relationship with gameplay. That's the structure. This is where games go wrong. So what games do is they set up these pillars, graphics, immersion, duh, 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 duh. And so what they do is, is they try to do each of those things excellently, and, and then the game ends up sucking. Why? It's compartmentalized. It's disjointed. The things don't seem to touch each other. They, they, they don't seem to interact. I definitely disagree. I liked Hellblade for its immersion and story, but as you know, I thought gameplay was horrible. It, but that makes you an idiot, so that's fine. Like, you can... <laughs> I'm kidding. Like... But that's the thing. Your judgment of Hellblade's gameplay, with respect, is why so many people don't judge games well, and they don't judge movies well, because they're not judged based on the merits of what they set out to do. You judge them based on your own expectations that are formed by you and not the game itself. That's your own failure, not the game's. You failed to judge that game as it was designed. That's your fault, not the game's. If I judge a game according to my expectations as opposed to what it sets out to do, I am failing. The game is not failing. So, no. Everything, everything is subservient to the content loop. That is exactly why you're wrong about Hellblade. That's why you're wrong. The content loop is interwoven with the immersion, the storytelling, the world, her psychosis. They're all interacting. They're all in in a symbiotic relationship. So the story is made better by the gameplay not being this super crazy pronounced action adventure game. And the combat is served by that sense of threat and the appearance and the puzzles and the enemies. Like it's all inter intertwined and working in, in, I think, one of the greatest displays of video game art in history. I think I think Hellblade is the, is the greatest, probably the greatest piece of video game art made to this date. Hellblade's a great game. The issue is not the games, it's the players. Those people aren't gamers. They're just normal people. They're trying to play games. They can't enjoy and appreciate the same way. Combat's so simple yet so satisfying. I played about 45 hours of Bloodborne and I still don't know what the game is about. Movies are a bit different, though. At the end of the day, it needs to be a storytelling mechanism, and if that falls short, then I think the movie fails on the sun some level. I'm yeah, I'm not talking about movies. I'm not talking about movies. So let's take God of War Ragnarok as an example, okay? So God of War Ragnarok releasing probably this year. If they decided to do like 18 different new mechanics, weapons, or whatever, and it harmed the content loop, that's exactly what I'm talking about. You're taking the hierarchy and you're disrupting it. Well, we need to have advances and new features and new this and new that because we know that gamers really want those things. Yeah, okay, but, but, 
that's going to be really, really bad for the gameplay loop. It's going to hurt it. It's going to muddle up the combat. It's going to, like, let's say that there's, there's a negative impact of those changes on the game. Well, you've made mistakes then. That's not, that's not the appropriate hierarchy of game design. The game is designed and categorized as an action-adventure game. No, I, I know. We've been through this. That is your failure, not the game's failure. I will never give you quarter on this because you are taking your own definition of what action-adventure games should be and you're saying, well, because it has this as its title, this is what it should do. That is your failure and not the game's failure. I, I, don't, I don't budge on that. That's a terrible way to judge games. I, and I, and I'm not, I don't want to retread that debate with you because I think game categorization is something that gamers continually use to justify bad critiques and reviews of games. Like, you use the category as, as a criticism. That's not thoughtful. That isn't thoughtful. You could do that with anything. Destiny has the tag MMORPG. It's classified as an action MMORPG. And plenty of people were judging it according to their own rigid definitions of what an MMORPG should be. That's thoughtless critique. You're allow you're 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 allowing the definition to do the arguing for you. That's not genuine. It's 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 like taking a category and using it as a weapon and just like wailing on the game with it. Well, it's here here's my definition of what an MMORPG should be. Right, and then you grab that and you just swing it at the game, and you're like, "This game doesn't do those things, therefore it sucks." So it's like, "Here's what an action adventure game should be," and you and you grab that and you hit the game, and you're like, "No, it doesn't do these things." I, I find that to be a, a, a not a thoughtful way to critique games. I didn't like Hellblade. I like what it tried to do, but the content loop wasn't engaging enough for me. As a piece of art, it was good, but as a video game, it didn't hook me. I'm not saying it will hook everybody. I think the psychosis and the headphone experience can actually be a huge turnoff for people. It's 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 distracting for them. Yeah, I think some people struggle with it. I also think some people wanted it to be an action an action adventure RPG game with great combat and it just that's not what it set out to do. I let a game I let a game do what it wants to a certain degree. Like that, you you have to let games do that. Like one, take out the art; the game is flawed. Okay, if, if I take out your spine, you can't walk. What what what's the point that you're making? Like, you can't rip the fabric of the game out and be like, well, yeah, if I rip this entire piece of the fabric out, you don't really have a sweater anymore. Well, yeah, sure. Of, of course, if I turn the lights off behind me, I don't have a very good-looking studio. It would look like a flawed studio design. Every game is designed if you rip out the fabric of the game. I think Hellblade as a viewer experience is one thing. As a game, it's another. I didn't define action and adventure. I'm going by how the developers categorize the game. You're right. We already had this conversation. I'm just saying how I judge games on those three pillars. I'm telling you right now, you're free to think that. You're free to argue that point. I think arguing for three pillars is a mistake that many game developers make. Right? Many, many game developers make these mistakes. Because it is... It, if you Again, think about this with me. How many games come out and they hit those three pillars? Graphics, great. 
Immersion's pretty impressive. Like, it feels like I'm in this world. The NPCs, the way everybody's interacting with me. And then the gameplay, it, it, it is okay, but they all feel disconnected from each other. Biomutant, Cyberpunk, um, I, I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of other examples of games I've played recently where I'm like, you, you've got this all disjointed. Anthem, Anthem, beautiful game, wonderful immersion. Where's the gameplay? These things aren't interacting with each other. What's going on? What, what's happening? The Division 2 when it launched. Beautiful game world, really immersive. And then gameplay feels disconnected from those two things. Why? Because you're taking the three-pillar approach. And if you take the deity approach, you need to treat gameplay and the content loop as deity. Then what you end up with is like a triangle. It's like up here is gameplay. Down here are the other things, graphics, immersion, whatever. And when they interact in this way, it's symbiotic. Everything over here for, for, for graphics should be done to bolster gameplay. And then you know what gameplay is going to do? Gameplay is going to turn around and say, here you go. Everyone's going to love the graphics because it's going to be interwoven to the experience itself. Immersion. Oh man, you took all this great pains with sound design and 3D audio and this and that. Let's. It all needs to bolster gameplay. And gameplay is going to turn around and be like, people are going to love these aspects of the game because it's tied to the experience. This is why I've always pushed frame rate over resolution because frame rate has a direct link. It has a direct influence and effect on how a game feels, how the gameplay feels. So frames per second directly bolsters gameplay. There are games that I love the gameplay loop, but I don't think the game is amazing. Elden Ring is a perfect example. Love the gameplay and immersion. Story was trash. I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know enough to debate that one. If you guys are wondering why we're talking about this, God of War Ragnarok graphics are the, the the springboard discussion here. There was a PlayStation blog that highlighted the God of War Ragnarok accessibility features. There's like 60 plus. In that blog, there was footage of the game to showcase closed captions and stuff. And people started noticing, they're like, well, the graphics look, look better now, which is kind of the reverse of what typically happens. And so we're asking how important... Are the uh, are the God of War Ragnarok graphics to you? That's why there's a poll at the top of the chat. It's got almost 500 votes. I do think your willingness to give Hellblade a pass on the gameplay because you enjoyed the experience is a subjective choice. I couldn't, and so much, and so I put the game down. Well, but what you did is subjective, and what I'm saying is subjective. What I'm saying is the reason I got there is because I let the game determine and dictate what like what is going to be the content loop I mean look, look at what just happened earlier somebody said hey Helono what uh who do you who do you hope you face in the game and I said I don't do that I don't do that I don't come to games with a list of demands how many times did that happen in destiny hey, hey Lono what do you what do you hope to see next season what do you hope to see in the DLC oh no I don't do that no 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 I don't do that I I, I let the I let the game define the parameters of the loop and the content and everything else I, I if, if I if I come to the game with with expectations and demands 
I'm going to completely sabotage the experience. Now, there's minimal expectations that you come with, right? I expect the the, the, the content to in, in combat to feel good, right? Dolmen doesn't feel good. It's a bad game. Why? The, the basics don't even feel right. It feels clunky, not responsive. It, it just doesn't have a fluidity. I didn't, I didn't come to Dolmen expecting it to be another Dark Souls or a Sekiro or anything like that. I was just like, this is a Souls-like game. Meaning there'll be checkpoints where you like replenish. There'll be loss of currency if I die and can't get back to get my currency back. And there'll be punishing melee combat. Like, that's pretty much it. That's all I'm expecting. And those things were all damaged by the gameplay, the content loop. It was bad. It didn't feel good. And so the, and so it breaks down. It didn't break down because I said, well, there was no katana, or, oh, I expected there to be parries, or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I do my absolute best to not do that with games because I don't, number one, I just don't think it's fair to the games themselves. The puzzles in Hellblade directly correlate to the story and the experience. You're meant to see weird things as a result of sending with schizophrenia. Uh, I don't think it was schizophrenia. I thought it was psychosis. You're free to not like it, but to say it's done poorly is not accurate. Yeah, I, I, I think people miss the boat on Hellblade a lot. I think they, I think they approach the game as a, as a, as like just another video game, and that's just not what it is. Uh, it's almost like how I feel about Spider-Man Two. I'm just going to accept the game for what it is and not ask for many things. I want to see because it'll ruin my experience. The point I was trying to make is that we are both. We both made our choices on the game. I think it's a stretch to say either approach is objectively right or wrong. No, I think it's objectively wrong to approach games with expectations and judge them against those expectations. I do. I think that's wrong. I think you're making a mistake. It, I, I, I do. I think that's objectively wrong. Because you're removing... The relationship between you and the art is immediately disrupted. I think it's immediately disrupted by being like, well, I have these expectations and if they're not met... You, then I'm, I'm gonna I, okay I guess it's not wrong unless you're determining the quality of the game based on that you determining your enjoyment of a game isn't the same as determining a game's quality right plenty of people do that they approach a game and they're like here's my expectations and when those expectations aren't met they're like that game's quality is diminished I think that's objectively the wrong way to judge games as art it's like what no that's not how you do it. You could do that to any game. The, the, the best, most award-winning games you could trash by using that method. That's an ineffective method to judge something's quality. Now, you want to talk about subjective enjoyment. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about subjective enjoyment. I'm talking about the game's objective quality cannot be diminished by your expectations. <clears throat> Never said the game was bad, I just put it down. Right, and you were fair in your nuance, Valiant. You were fair. You said, it's a good game, or no, you said it... Did you say it was a bad game? I think you said it was good as art, but was a bad video game, which is where I tripped up and said, no, 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 hang on a minute. That you're saying its inherent quality as a game is bad. Can we just acknowledge that we as gamers are spoiled for choice? No one's going to like every game. There's so much content. There's something for everyone. Also, want to add that I 100% agree, content loop is king. What's up, Swade? 
expectations define every experience well and this is where you have to see there is a there's a gigantic difference there's a gigantic difference between judging something's quality and and saying I didn't enjoy it I said I tried it but I do as a game it didn't hook me I said I like what I tried to do oh but I said I like I like what it tried to do but as a game it didn't hook me right I think you're blending what I said with what he said I said it's great writing and viewing right I'm just grabbing comments from chat I mean I think there's there is there are, there are two categories there's the category of subjective enjoyment and I will never ever tell somebody they should or should not you know approach games in certain ways if you approach every game with a list of expectations and they're rarely met and you rarely enjoy a game that's your choice I'd probably say some of it's your fault. I'd be like, it's kind of sounding like you're making it hard on yourself. I'm not saying anybody in chat's doing this, but I do think we've we've encountered periodically people like that. They tend to be very cynical. They tend to be very demanding. It's almost as if no game lives up to their expectations. I think they're 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 the dancer in the tango that's that's causing the dissonance. It's not necessarily the games themselves at fault. Okay, I, I'm never gonna tell somebody you shouldn't do that. But when you're gonna judge a game's quality. And that's what you do. You come with these expectations. Well, no, that's objectively wrong. That's not how you do it. You you can't do that. Because you can make anything look bad with that method. It's a flawed methodology. It's defunct. I, I I could make the best movie and the best video game look like garbage using that methodology. It's a flawed methodology of judging something's quality. You you have to first ask the question, what is this game setting out to do? Did it achieve those aims, and in what ways? What are the ways it achieved its aims? Right. A single-player game. What did it set out to do? It set out to give a single-player, uh, narrative-driven, action-adventure RPG experience with minimal uh, dialogue. Okay, and then you judge all those pieces and parts and how they supported that aim. So if I go to that game and I'm like, it had no co-op, so the lack of the lack of two-player really made the game suck. Wait a minute, wait a minute. No, no, no. That hurt your enjoyment. That's over here. Over here's expectations driving your enjoyment. Over here, you can't judge the game's quality against that. That they didn't set out to, to do that. You've got to, if you don't make that divide, I think that's why so commonly I gut check people. I'm like, no, 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 hang on a minute. You can't say that. You didn't enjoy it. Doesn't make it bad. It's okay to have expectations, but to critique a game on your experience with it, just not your expectations for it. Why doesn't the stream have celebrity guest stars? I expect celebrity guest stars. <laughs> I can't help but feel this is similar to the PlayStation versus Xbox. Too many people's identities are tied to their choices. It's okay if someone doesn't agree. It's not an attack on you. I, I take it a little bit personal when people start taking swipes at Hellblade because I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. That game's in a special category. Halo and chat. Sorry, I've been gone dealing with some crap. No worries, Mr. Glum. Mr. Glum, I think you're one of the people at the higher tiers of membership. If you are at a tier two membership or higher, there is a new room in the Discord for you called Madam Game Votes. You can submit games that we have to play on on Friday nights. Okay, and we'll raffle two spots every Friday. 
and then we'll slowly work through the list. So you will always get your game played, but the raffle is there just to ensure that anybody could potentially have their game played at a given time. One game a month. Put one game a month in there. Please stick to Steam, uh, Game Pass, and PlayStation Plus games. Games should always be judged based on what it's supposed to be. You can critique based on the expectations set by devs. Ahem, Cyberpunk. Sure. Hey, good to see you, Nick Shot. I didn't play Days Gone on PS4 because of the FPS when it came to PC. I played it. Very surprised how good the story actually was, and on top of the game was beautiful. Nick Shot, I think that's one of the games that was begging to be ported to PC. The developers were like begging PlayStation. Let us bring these games to PC. I think that was one of them. Because they knew. They're like, this game's incredible, and the old tech's holding it back. Old tech's holding it back. I get and appreciate you stumping for Hellblade. Underrated experience, in my opinion. It's more than a game. It's truly an experience. Oh, yeah. That guy, like, qualifying his comments on Halo. I saw that. Ninja Theory is not Team Ninja. Whoever mentioned Ninja Theory, try out Stranger of Paradise. Yeah, I think you're confusing developers. Yo, what's good, Shiv? Lono is saying, don't create your own specific expectations. Expectations are set by the devs are fine. Yeah, if the devs set expectations like with Cyberpunk, you're well within your right to be like, this game didn't live up to the expectations. I think that might have been the problem to the extent. Creature made the point that Hellblade is better to watch than to play. So that might have played a part when I went to play it. Maybe. It's possible. From the footage we've seen of Hellblade 2, we are led to believe it will have more action than the first. V Rising hit 150,000 peak today. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. Little Little Valheim. Little vampire... Isometric Valheim, dude. Just crushing it. Just crushing it. If you're tuning in for the God of War Ragnarok graphics discussion, we're talking about Hellblade tangentially because it's about the discussion about Ragnarok and the poll at the top of the chat. When it comes to God of War Ragnarok graphics, how much do they matter? That's what the poll is asking you. A lot, a little, or not at all. And the reason we're talking about this is Many times I feel people come to games with expectations stacked up. That's fine to do, especially if the devs set those expectations. Those expectations can be a huge hindrance to your enjoyment. I don't believe those expectations are always a determiner of a game's quality, is what we were debating. What problems were in Hellblade? Some don't like the combat, but that's it. Mainly people took issue with um, the puzzles, the combat. Yeah, Abe is saying, boring puzzles, bad combat, just a bad action adventure. I don't know how puzzles can be boring. They're they're not typically exciting, but that's a weird, that's a weird adjective to attach to puzzles. Like puzzle. <laughs> when was the last time somebody described a puzzle as thrilling or exhilarating? Like, a puzzle in and of itself is is not meant to be those things, you know. But yes, we, we people have ne- actually nobody's ever said the combat's bad. They said the combat is like it's not it's it's not innovative. It's very basic. Not my thoughts, just what I heard said in chat. 
Yeah, the combat's usually def- defined, um, described by people that don't like it. It's just too basic. Chances are, if you own a PlayStation, you'll probably get Ragnarok kind of a staple. Oh, for sure. But lining up sing- symbols ain't it. Yeah, see, I get, I, that's just not it. That's not it. We're well off. We're well off the, the train tracks. I don't want to stay here. I don't want to stay here. The people that talk about Hellblade, I, you just, you're objectively wrong. <laughs> you're just wrong. And I can't argue it any other way than I just tried to for the last 20 minutes. Nick Shot coming in, helping us get close to the member goal. Third new member of the day. We are trying to get to 600 members before the end of the month. Then my wife has to play Elden Ring. As a member, you get four base level perks. Increased access to Discord, access to members-only AMAs, access to members-only Madam Streams, and then Friday night, Community Game Night is once a month for members only. Those four perks get enhanced if you go up to Tier 2. Abe's at a Tier 2. He just renewed for 15 months. He said, in your opinion. Thanks for hitting a 15-month milestone, Abe, and for doing Tier 2. If you're Tier 2 or above, you get priority during AMA, priority during game nights. You can submit games that Madam and I have to play on uh, Friday nights. They need to be from Steam, Game Pass, or PS Plus. Um, and you get uh, premium access in the Discord. The VIP room sometimes gets like, you know, extra stuff. Hey, an order of coffee. There we go. A bag of dark roast to my man, Mr. Glum. Thank you, Mr. Glum. For getting some dark roast. You guys are the absolute best, man. Seriously. It's been really, really enjoyable. Getting to cover as much as we get to cover now. Girlfriend stole my light roast, so I'm getting her a bag of dark. There you go. Melina Jurgen's performance is what carries Hellblade. You know the story, right? That she was a stand-in. She was like a video editor, and they had her as a stand-in so they could do some, some filming and some prep. And slowly but surely, they were like, she is Senua. She's won so many awards. The chat, we need to get Madden to play Hellblade, because if she roasts it, I actually think Lono might explode. (laughs) That's rude. That's diabolical. Valiant. That is diabolical, bro. That's super rude. (laughs) She says, I like easy games. <clears throat> if the devs don't give you a review copy of Hellblade uh, I will question justice oh if I don't get a review copy of Hellblade 2 <laughs> yeah I got early access to Ori 2 that was really special when I got that because that was the first game I ever streamed me and Major Nelson DM'd that was really cool that he reached out You are you trolling she wasn't the original person no, she wasn't. Uh-uh. No. She was a stand-in. They were doing like they were doing like tests and stuff for mocap or something. She was a stand-in. She was not the original person cast for Senua. There's a documentary that you need to watch on that game that will make you further appreciate everything they've done. <clears throat> it's it's such a special it's it truly is. It truly is a special game. Like, that's why I defend it as much as I do. Yeah, she had no prior acting experience. She absolutely steals the show. She steals the show, man. She's so she's unbelievable. She's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> 
the actress being a stand-in, the tech they use for capturing, really cool. Oh yeah, yeah. The fact that they, the fact that they, um, they collaborated with uh, psychologists about they wanted they wanted to make sure that the game was accurate to what it would be to experience psychosis. Yeah, there's, there's deep stuff going on there, man. Deep stuff going on there. Um. Uh, 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 let's see here let's see where we are on the member count we might have dropped over the weekend 516 516 we need need 84 we were like 511 last week so we've climbed a little bit it's hard to climb because you're always losing you're always losing while gaining I work second shift now, so I can catch you in the mornings before work. Miss the talks. Thank you, Nick Shot. People in here with hot takes. Hellblade was meh. Hellblade 2 is just going to be DLC. <laughs> it's a documentary on YouTube. It's baked into the game. It's like you can load up the game and it's in there, isn't it? Didn't they actually work with people dealing with it as well? I don't know if they dealt with people that actually had it. I think they... I thought they dealt with people that were experts in the field. I didn't I don't know if they 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 actually said, "Oh, let's 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 talk to people who have this." I don't think they did that. Cuz that that that's I I don't remember. I've not seen the documentary in a while. So somebody might have to correct me. She says, "I'll pretend to hate it for you, babe." It's freaking rude. All right. Let's get our next episode scheduled. And we'll do that. And we'll do this. And we'll do this. We are planning tons, tons of coverage of Summer Games Fest. Tons of it. And um, I don't even know what we should title this. Let's just put ourselves in Ragnarok because it's one of the more anticipated games. I hate how you have to pick a, 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 a game. It's like, I'm not talking about a particular game. I'm talking about Summer Games Fest in our next show, but whatever. Um, okay. Do that. Do that. Do that. Go here. Okay. And there we go. And we'll switch it noon. This one's gonna be this stream is gonna be strong enough to take the distance. Sometimes we can't we can only take these streams about two hours, but this one can go the distance. We had a strong enough start in the first two hours. Sometimes we have to like bail. It's unfortunate, but that's just the nature of gaming coverage. Some things don't don't hit like they're supposed to. Okay, let me set up redirect. Okay. There we go. Perfect. Thanks, everybody, too, for being here, man. Strong Monday morning. Not a lot of new subs, funny enough. I think primarily we're streaming to the core audience today. So a really strong turnout, honestly, for the PlayStation coverage is actually getting support. It used to not get support when we covered PlayStation stuff. It would be a little bit tricky to bring in people who experience psychosis and ask them to deep dive into the experience in a responsible way. Yeah, it was people that studied it more than... Yeah. Someone's family suffered from it, and I believe they had an expert 
work with him on the game. As much as Hellblade was an awesome experience, not gonna lie, I'm nervous about the sequel. <clears throat> Creature says, guys, set June 9th to the 13th aside. We'll be all over everything going on. That's right. But seriously, when inhale is the next big inhale dev live show? I wonder inhale if it'll be good. Is in the eight something as well? Well, the Xbox stuff is not on the eighth. The Xbox Bethesda showcase is uh, on the twelfth. Yeah, on the twelfth. So yeah, I don't know. I'm not surprised we have more Sony fans since you've recently joined the Sony payroll shill. <laughs> Will you be doing weekend streams during that week? Yes, Texas. During uh, Summer Games Fest and all that coverage, I will have to stream over the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. That Sunday, I might even have to I might even have to stay home. A lot of people I know thought the puzzles were frustrating. If Sony feels like they have a mind-blowing show planned, it's going to happen after Xbox's show. If not, then it's going to happen before June 2nd, 12th. Wait, so you think if Sony's super confident in their show, they'll hold it. They'll sandbag. And you think if they're if they're not confident, they'll do it early. That's an interesting theory. We'll be covering Phil Spencer live on the 8th as he brainstorms what the heck he could have to talk about on the 12th. Wait, are they doing like a pre an Xbox pre-show on the 8th? Why would they do that? There's rumors about a Sony State of Play being the first week of June. Now, God of War Ragnarok State of Play is coming eventually. We just don't know when and and again, they could be waiting for a variety of reasons. They could be waiting for a variety of reasons. It's like, well, maybe they don't have anything to show. Maybe they're, you know, yeah, maybe they're maybe they're they're, they're just trying to hold out as long as they can. Skipping church for Sony, not Microsoft, just saying. <laughs> Guys, the real concrete evidence that 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 Lono had gone full Sony shill Sony fanboy is when he skipped church for Sony, but he wouldn't do it for Microsoft. <laughs> when is the God of War Ragnarok state to play? I don't know. I don't know, Mo. I don't know. They, 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 there's, there's obviously, I think, the safe assumption that they're going to do it. But when, we don't know. Leave Madam alone, people. She already plays uh, Lono Ring every day with two summons and Lono to deal with. <laughs> Night Fury, thanks for sending that fire over there on TikTok. We're going to look into getting me a different phone to do the TikTok streams with so I can more actively engage with the chat over there. It's just so, I don't see it. It's all the way down on my iPad and it doesn't pop up. It's a real bummer. It's probably hurting us in the long run. Um, for now. I mean, we're not getting tons of viewership over there anyway, but as as we uh, as we climb over there, we're we're gonna want to have a better interactive experience than me responding to stuff minutes behind. Rumors are Fable is dropping earlier than expected. Yeah, there's a handful of rumors we're gonna be covering on Reforge Radio this afternoon. One of them is about Forspoken. Um, 
My wife said you can take mine. No, no, I need I need a non iPhone. I need something I can just run an HDMI cable out of. Mm-mm-mm. Subjective hatred for the game is blinding your objectivity. What are you guys debating? Your objective hero worshipping of the game is blinding your objectivity? What are y'all talking about? Literally means nothing and refers to nothing as the general experience. A lot of people I know thought the puzzles were frustrating. Oh, in Hellblade. You guys are debating Hellblade. And Microsoft's no case on the 12th. (laughs) The no case showcase. Oh my gosh. That's pretty funny. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. I posted the solution in Discord. I did not understand how that was a solution, Chris. I need a really good phone with a really good camera to sit up next to my Sony so that I can TikTok broadcast. And then I need to be able to see what people are saying. I have no idea why you think that keyboard is a solution for my problem. I feel like you're solving a problem I don't have or I'm not understanding the solution you're proposing. I was so perplexed. I was like, what is this? Just grab a $20. They're cheap. Microsoft should actually develop a game called The Waiting Game. People will respond positively and laugh it off and it'll become famous. We'll be seeing really good gameplay from games that we won't see for a year. I think a large portion of the showcase is going to be dedicated to Starfield. I'm serious. Dead serious. I still think Starfield, I still think they see it as their new flagship. Pixel, good camera, reasonable price. I just, I, we're looking at, I need it to be able to have my microphone plug into it, like an actual cable. I can either do USB or I can run a cable out of one of the inputs right into it if it has like a normal microphone or headphone jack. And then I need to be able to send whatever's happening on its screen. I need to be able to send that out to a monitor so I can see what's going on. I, I, I can't I can't see what's happening because it's up there. My phone is up there mounted because it's got a good camera and I got a nice angle. And that way when I look at this camera and that camera, they're really close to each other. The LED on the keyboard, you can bounce a browser tab to that screen to be able to see TikTok chat. Yeah, see, you don't, that, that's not a solution. I appreciate you trying to find one, but that's not a solution. I can pull a browser up right now on my monitor right in front of me and get that TikTok chat. I need it to be, I need it to be the in my face one. So when you're, when you're streaming on TikTok, you can swipe over and it shows you a giant chat and any monetization, any gifts that come through are like popping up on the screen. I need that sent out HDMI to a capture card so I can have that running on my monitor. So anything that happens on the phone, I immediately see it. You're going to want tablet size? No, no, no. I just need a really good camera. I need a good phone that has a camera that can send out HDMI as well as let my mic plug into it. That's what I need. And I'm getting a call. So the Do Not Disturb is going to mess up the TikTok stream. I forgot to set up the Do Not Disturb. 
can get a 10 inch tablet from Costco no I that's not that's I don't need a tablet huh is there software that combines chats for all streamers the I um yes but that's not what we need either Starfield and Redwall will be there wouldn't care if they aren't if they got more to show I'm hyped for it even though they got delayed Mo I want to see more of both Starfield and Redwall for sure Redwall Redfall <laughs> no <laughs> yes Redfall Redwall I'm reading Redwall to my kids Sony's last good showcase was the two PS5 showcases in 2020 after that Sony's been fumbling no, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. I think the state of plays have been fine. It's They don't all need to be bangers. Lono, you need five monitors and a Lono bot. That's right. An actual zoom. I think real zoom is like five times. Mm-mm. Sony's showcase's last eight minutes were bigger hype than everything shown at the E3, including Xboxes. I don't know about all that. I th- I think people were overly critical of the of the Sony state of plays. I thought the Sony state of plays were totally fine. I didn't I didn't feel like they were. I, I feel like again it was it came down to expectations. Just put a banner on top of the screen that says if you're not watching via YouTube, what the heck is wrong with you? State of play, Lono, the cases. I don't know what you're saying, Mo. Here's the million dollar idea. Put a really attractive woman with a lot of cleavage in front of the TikTok camera and let her handle the chat. You'd get all the viewers. News and cleave? No, I'm not doing that. That is so not in line with the brand. They'd be like, first of all, I'm, what am I just, just find somebody to do that? I would have to pay her way more than I'm earning on TikTok. <laughs> it would be a total loss. Compared to the Sony showcases from 2020 and before, they blew everyone out of the water. KOTOR ain't even exclusive, and they didn't show enough gameplay. It's a new line for the brand. No, 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 no. No. Um. Okay. Hang on. <clears throat> I personally enjoy simulcasting. Like, it's fun, but I just feel bad for the people that watch on TikTok and send gifts or chat. I just, I respond so slowly. Reforge after dark. That's right. I can't believe you're not even going to workshop it. (laughs) Sony showcases have been disappointing. I expect more. What do you mean you expect more? As a play, you don't have a PlayStation, Mo. What do you, you just watch it for the entertainment value? TikTok can be the not safer work stream. I'm not interested in doing a not safer work stream. Sony's E3s from 2014 to 2018, plus the two PS5 showcases, were full of games. The 2021 showcase is not even close. The state of plays are always hit and miss. Right. Hazard a guess as to why the Sony state of plays are sometimes insanely full of stuff and sometimes not just you know just theorize with me you know what why every 60 days or so you know the sony state of plays 
are higher or lower depending on depending on all these different things what what might be a reason for that now if you can think of any <laughs> they're hit and miss because you might not be into the games like any event yeah like you can't perpetually have giant announcements to make it's like they can only release so many big games in a year like this year for example Horizon Forbidden West and God of War Ragnarok okay well what are they going to talk about the rest of the year what are they going to do what are they, they, they going to do there's only so much they can say about those games there's only so many trailers of games that are years away they can show so what are they got to do well they got to talk about lesser known titles less exciting things so it's it's gonna be not as exciting or good or you know crazy that's 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 totally normal we got another madam game vote cat voted for battleship ps plus <laughs> how are we gonna play battleship we'll be able to see each other's screens <laughs> It'll be the shortest battleship game in history. They have a lot to talk about this year for sure. Your expectations are out of whack. I'm not talking about the state of plays. I'm talking about the big E3 event that they do. I'm having a hard time doom remembering that event to push back on what you're saying. But my gut tells me that that you're wrong. (laughs) That you're wrong. I feel like in the summer... I remember covering a Sony event and being extremely pleased and excited. I I, I don't know. I, I, I that's 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 my memory of it. Here's everything from the Sony PlayStation Showcase 2021. All right, let me pull this up. Akuta Papa with a five dollar tip through super chat, and I'm back. How was everything last week? I really good, man. Really good. We launched a new effort this week with um, making it a little bit more clear what you get as a tier one member. And we uh, we are enhancing those if you bump up to the tier two. So feel free to check those membership perks and decide to upgrade maybe if you want. Okay, so here's everything from the Sony PlayStation Showcase 2021. All right. First up was the KOTOR remake trailer. Next followed a premiere of Project Eve, all right? Then Tiny Tina Wonderlands, then Forspoken, then Rainbow Six Extraction, then Alan Wake Remastered, then Grand Theft Auto Online. Footage for the next-gen version was shown. Then Ghostwire Tokyo, then... Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, then Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt, then Deathloop, then uh, revealed Kid Amnesia, a virtual exhibi- exhibition for Radiohead, then Tachia. We actually have news about Tachia. We'll cover that on Reforge Radio today. Then Uncharted, <clears throat> um, A new trailer confirmed, Legacy of Thieves Collection, a remaster, will come to PS5 and PC in early 2022. That still hasn't happened. Has it? That still hasn't happened. Then Wolverine, then Gran Turismo 7, then Spider-Man 2, then God of War Ragnarok. I don't understand. 
How is that? How is that not a? Yeah, I'm sorry. You're you're off. You're off base. That was a great showcase. I remember covering this. It happened in January. You played it. I played it. Where did I play it? Did I? Where did I? Where did I play? Did I play that on? Uh, did I play that on PC or the PS5? I've lost the meaning to the word then. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't that great for a Sony show. What do you how is that not good for a Sony showing? That was so much. What else could they have done? That was everything. That was everything in the kitchen sink. Do a comparison to Sony E3 2016. Compare the lineup. So compare completely different years and times. No, I won't do that. That's a ridiculous way. That's exactly the reasoning behind saying that the Sony state of plays have been bad. Every year, every state of play can't be exactly the same. You're being unreasonable. I, I, I don't I don't I don't have time for that. I don't have time for being unreasonable. You want me to go all the way back to 2016 and compare? Because what they had they had more stuff to talk about? PlayStation E3 26 blog recap. Yeah, yeah, Days Gone, Spider-Man, Prey, Here They Lie, God of War, uh, Detroit Become Human, Horizon Zero Dawn, Bound, Gravity Rush 2, Gran, Tur- Gran Turismo Sport, The Last Guardian, and then VR Hardware, Resident Evil 7, Farpoint, Golf, Bass Drop, Blade Ballet, we're just getting into the crap now. Just all kinds of crap. Little teeny titles and stuff. Yeah, it's a much bigger showcase. Man, that's crazy to think. That's crazy. Let me let me let you in on a little secret, Doom, on why 2016 was bigger than 2021. They had more to talk about, Doom! Of course! You're being unreasonable! Like, of course, they had more to say. That's the way that it goes. That's why, that's why the state of plays are the way that they are. You, you can't have every state of play be, be at that level. You're looking at a showcase in the middle of the end of a generation and comparing it to a new one. That's exactly right. Like 2016 to now, they went out with a bang. Like the, the, the last couple of years of the PlayStation 4 life cycle, they go out with a bang. And as things are ramping up for Sony now, you're like, yeah, it just isn't as good. It just isn't as good. Yep. That's, yeah. That's, uh huh. Of course. You missed a good question. Two comments back. What did you say, Derek? Bro, do you remember the Capture the Flag game we had on PC where we literally had to leave the room to take turns? That game was great fun. I remember that. That was a good little game. It was it was kind of like the the ski game that you you can't beat graphic graphic graphics wise. Then compared to E3 2014, no. 
No. I'm done with this foolishness. This is foolish. We are being foolish. You're 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 basically saying that there that, that there was less there was less groceries at the store during the the the, the, the depression than there was five years prior like of yes right now there's going to be less to say less to announce less to talk about that doesn't mean it's a bad showcase it just means there's less to talk about it's not indicative of the quality of the show it's indicative of what they had to say it's symptomatic of where they were in the life cycles of the consoles sony literally launched a lot of stuff at end of gen the majority of first party games aren't ready to be shown yeah i mean that's that's just par for the course of where we are right now forget it let's go back to 2010 <laughs> that doesn't mean it's a bad showcase if there's less to show and less to talk about that oh you're saying that does mean it's a bad showcase if there's less to show and less to talk about I don't feel like I'm some optimistic doe-eyed dum-dum, but I really feel like some of you guys make it hard for yourselves to enjoy anything. <laughs> you make it really hard for yourself. You know? This is me. This is me. I sit down, I'm like, hey, they're going to talk to me about video games. Cool. I finished the showcase. They talked to me about a lot of new video games coming out. Like, I don't get out a ledger and go, well... Can you, can you sit down, please, Sony? Can you sit down? Thank you. How you doing? Good. How's the family? Excellent. So it says here, uh, last year... Actually, hang on. I'm going back a little bit further. Four years ago, you uh, you talked about 23 titles. And today you talked about 17. See, we see that deficit as a huge problem. And we'd really like you to increase your workflow, and your product output. Because it just isn't really sustainable. We want infinite growth. You understand here, the big picture here is that we always want to see those numbers going up. I'm just like, why? (laughs) I feel like I'm talking to some corporate manager who's like analyzing quotas and numbers and like, I don't know. You're just making it hard to enjoy anything. Why, like, that's not, that doesn't mean it was a bad showcase. They have less things to announce and talk about. Uh, it means it's a bad showcase then. It's really bad. The nature of the shows have changed. They do measure drops throughout the year with a bigger drop once a year compared to the massive show once a year. That's another great point, Eugene. Back in 2016, were they doing state-of-play streams every, like, 60 to 90 days? I don't I don't think that they were. Do you, do you see the difference? It's like, well, yeah, if you take all the state-of-plays that they do year-round and jam them all into the annual showcase, that would be three hours long. It would take forever. You'd be like, oh, my gosh. There's so much that they're talking about. Well, they're, they're spreading it out more now. It makes sense, honestly, because then you give center stage to stuff that ordinarily wouldn't get that kind of treatment. Well, this was a really disappointing state of play. It was just a bunch of indies. Oh, f- 
frick you. Who cares? Oh, yeah, let the indies have their time. You know? Even if you combine, it won't be as good. Yeah, I just, man, I, I don't know. I, like I said, I don't feel like I'm some optimistic, doe-eyed dum-dum. But I definitely feel like some of you guys make it really hard to enjoy anything. You have a, it feels, this is what it feels like. It feels like Western corporate economics has influenced your expectations. There's an, it always needs to go up. It always needs to do more. It always needs to have better quality, better quantity. It just doesn't seem like it can be achieved. It doesn't seem like it can be achieved. Anastasia Agency, International Digital Marketing Agency. We like the promotion. (laughs) I'm being approached about Raid Shadow Legends. You got anything else? (sighs) It's the only thing we get approached for lately. What do you think of the showcase where they showed only the four games? Death Stranding, Spider-Man, Last of Us 2, Ghost of Tsushima. That was bare minimum, but still not bad. I... I'm a man of simple tastes. I like gunpowder, gasoline. Like, I'm a man of simple tastes. If I sit down and you outline a bunch of games and trailers, I don't I'm 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 happy. I'm like, cool, great. We what do you want like here's the thing. They could say more and show more, but it would be all the things that we hate. World exclusive. And it's just like some trailer scanning some landscape. And then it's like Elder Scrolls 75 coming sometime in the future, maybe. Who cares about that? Do you see what I'm saying? All the things we complain about, sure, they could jam, they could jam all that crap in there and get you all like dopamine addled and tantalized. And then a couple of days would go by and you'd be like, well, I, half the stuff's not coming for a decade. Who cares? I think what they're doing now is significantly better. Smaller showcases spread out, more, you know, more uh, more broad spectrum of advertisement for like indies, smaller titles, lesser known titles, and then they seem to be announcing stuff closer to when they'll actually launch. Like, I didn't even like the fact that we heard about Spider-Man 2 and Wolverine. I hate I hate that stuff. You know? Wolverine. You're like, when? We don't know. <laughs> We're making it though. They got to do that for the shareholders. I know. I know. I know. They they got to make sure people you know know that they're they're working and they're moving and they're grooving. That's fine. That's fine. They don't show games that are three years away anymore. I was lurking. Finished dinner. Now jump back in Division Two. Good word for you. Uh, um, good word for you. I don't know what the frick I'm saying. Good to see you, Rainbow. What am I even doing? Wolverine's definitely three years away. Yeah, and I don't like that they did that. But they have to do that with the bigger name titles. They have to. That's Marvel. They have to trot that out, flex their guns, and say, we got some big stuff coming. We're working on big stuff. Keeps the shareholders happy. You know? That wasn't the bulk of the showing, but that's what I'm telling to you, Doom. They could have given you eight more of those. Eight more Wolverine trailers of like, and you would have been like, who cares about any of that crap? 
If they show more games, that'll mean it's that much better. Yeah, I'm just of the opinion that... I don't know. Like I said, I'm a man of simple tastes. I don't feel that I'm being overly optimistic, a doe-eyed dum-dum, just being like, everything's great. But I do, I genuinely think this. I but You have to remember something. I've been covering E3 since like 2016, okay? I've been covering live gaming events for six years. I was main stage at E3 2019 and got to interview some of the biggest developers in the world. And I'm telling you, I think the new approach is better. It's so much better. Even Keeley setting the expectations for Summer Game Fest being like, there's so much gameplay because that's what people want. They're like, gameplay. We want to see the game. I, I don't care about your graphics or your placard or your, you know, captured in engine or simulated gameplay. You can take your simulated gameplay and shove it in your ear. That doesn't That doesn't do anything for us anymore. We've seen simulated gameplay enough times to know it's not worth our time. I think what they're doing in the most recent swath, and I'm not just talking about Sony, by the way. Most gaming companies, pressers and conferences, I feel have improved dramatically. Like, when everybody was poo-pooing <clears throat> the video game awards, I couldn't tell those people to shut up fast enough. I'm like, this was the best live event I've ever covered, and I've covered a lot of them. Gamescom, the the, fe- the Game Fests, and IGN, and I got the host Summer Game Fest uh, with Okadrian and Kelly Link. I was main stage E3 with Twitch. I got the I covered E3 every year. I think we covered Gamescom a couple of different times. I don't know if we covered any of the PAX stuff. We might have. And I was like, the Game Awards with Keeley, that's the bar. I'm, I'm not blowing smoke up his skirt. Keely doesn't even know who I am. That's the bar. That was the archetype of a live event. That's how you do it. There's too many advertisements. It's a live award ceremony. What are you talking about? And most of the advertisements were for games. You got to see game trailers and gameplay, and that paid for the event. It, it blew my mind that YouTubers... YouTubers! YouTubers were complaining about advertisements in the Game Awards. I'm like, just admit to everybody you have zero self-awareness. That's how 95% of YouTubers make their money, is off of advertisements. That's that's quite literally how you make your income. Unless you're a live streamer like me, which is why we push membership so hard, because we don't make almost anything off of ads. We need members to do what we do. Elder Scrolls like five to six years away when it was announced. They basically did that to shut the fans up. That trailer was fan service. That trailer was, can y'all shut up now? That's exactly what that was. Every time they showed up to talk about a game, it was, is it Elder Scrolls? Tell us about Elder Scrolls. Confirm Elder Scrolls. Please, 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 please. And they're like, all right, fine. Make a trailer. And just have it say, we're building it. Shut up. And they scrapped that, and they just threw the logo at the end. I think they should have said that. We're making it. Just shut up. (laughs) Like, that's the solution. Half the time, that's what the gaming community needs to do, is just shut up. (laughs) 
Stop asking for the very things that you complain about. Bloated filler conferences with a bunch of hype and and non-announcements. Don't ask for those things. Those are the very things we all complain about. So yeah, think think of it this way. <clears throat> Let me attack this from a completely other a completely different angle. Let me attack this subject from a completely different angle. Gamers have spent many many years pushing back and even grooming the marketing strategies and the planning of these companies to focus on gameplay. Why pray tell do you think we're getting less announcements then? Why? I'll, I'll give you a real easy guess. Because they don't want to show anything until they have something really good to show. Like, really good gameplay. So what does that do? Well, that thins out your showcases. <coughs> got it. I was like, man, I got this scratch. That, that thins out the showcases. Because if you are going to only show when you have good things to show, we're going to see less stuff less often. That's what we've asked for. That's what we've asked for. For the, for, the, for the last... Since 2016 to now, every time I've covered these live events, that's been the number one most consistent piece of feedback is show us gameplay, gameplay or shut up. We don't care about your announcements or your your simulated gameplay we want to see gameplay and guess what the message got through we now see more gameplay when it's time for a game to announce itself but because of that we see less things less often it's all spread out now I'm fine with them showing games within three years or release or less, as long as it's not pre-rendered crap. Doom, I want you to think within the realm of what we know about development, and then read what you said really slowly and think about how likely that is. You want to see something that's three years away from shipping, but you don't want a bunch of pre-rendered stuff. That, what? That's what you're going to get. You're going to get a concept. You're going to get a slice of a game that's not going to be representative of the product at all. Don't show me gameplay until you're on the dadgum runway. Because I want to see what what the game is, not what you hope it will be. Anthem, Division 1, Watch Dogs. Like, no. Don't show me anything until you're close. Because I want it to be the... I want to see the product. I don't want to see I don't want to see like the 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 hopes that you have. That's not I'm not interested in that. <laughs> I'm not buying I'm not buying hopes and wishes and and dreams. I'm buying a product. <clears throat> it's possible to have both ways. You talking about what I'm talking about? This man is rocking a top of the line PC specs and he thinks he's the norm. I'm, I saw you guys starting debating cards. If I didn't have an RTX 3090 already, I'd have the choice to upgrade to an RTX 3070 for my otherwise decent rig to get an Xbox Series X for $100 or less. Your RTX 3070 might get bored, but it'll run Starfield at true 4K60, and Xbox Series X won't. I'm not sure what you guys are debating. 
I stepped out of that stream because I, I can't I don't get into those discussions. I'm not educated enough on hardware. Three years, that's just them working out the game to make it in most cases. Sure, some take longer. Let's say they have a really, really healthy development cycle, and it's a five-year development cycle, and they're two years in, and they're three years away. Okay? My fear is anything they show you is still largely conceptual and not and not finished. So why show me anything? Like, why, why show me anything at that point? Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's not, there's no way it's going to be close. There's no way it's going to be close to the, uh, the, the, the genuine article. It's so, it's so unlikely. It's such a gamble at that point. You want them to just, I just feel like you want them to constantly gamble with their, with their, with their intellectual property. And I just don't think they're going to do it. Because it's just the, 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 the irritation of the consumer is so palpable these days. Harry is saying a $500 Xbox is a bad purchase when you can get just a GPU for 600 Yeah, I, I, I've, we've, run into, we've run into this before. I forgot the Starfield, according to rumors, runs on the old engine, so it'll probably run on a potato. Yes, my bad. You want to know what the biggest... We've, we've not run this story yet. We're going to run this story very soon. We have, we have to change gears here, and I have to take a restroom break. But I'm telling you right now, the biggest problem for Starfield is the Series S. Write that down. Write that down. That's going to come out in the wash later. We'll learn about that later. But that is, I'm telling you, the current barrier and problem for that game is the Series S, as in Samuel. That is the problem. I don't think the X is a problem. I don't think the engine. I, I, I think I think that game's, that game's on pace. But I'm telling you, that Series S, from some of the stuff that we're seeing and hearing... Dude, tough. I wish that was me. I miss video games. <laughs> My wife and I were playing Nintendo Switch Bowling last night, This and she was like, oh, Pico, maybe it's Pico. And then we saw that it was like a, 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 a girl, and we're like, oh, no, it's not. It's pretty funny. Is the Series S slowly killing Microsoft? Check back tomorrow for more details. Yeah, the engine is an issue. I, we don't we don't know anything about the engine. We know developers have spoken about um about the memory issues with that with that console. So the only reason the Series X sold as many units as it did is that people couldn't get the RTX 30 cards. Harry, I mean, with respect, what you're saying is so ignorant of what the market is and how it operates. You think the Xbox Series X sold as well as it did because of the audience and consumers looking for 30, 30 XX cards were like, well, I'll get a Series X instead. Homie, that's just supremely ignorant of the people who bought Series X. Like, that, that is not the market. That really is not the market. People that bought the Series X were not like, well... 
I've got a monster rig and I was holding out for a 30XX card. I'll buy a Series X instead. What? No. No. The people that bought the Series X were console players. They were casuals. They were... They were not hardcore equipment buying people. You're, you're talking about someone that doesn't exist. I really, really wanted to make my rig as strong as power as possible and buy these really, really crazy expensive in-demand hard-to-find video cards. But since I can't find one, I'm going to buy the Series X. Huh? All right. Don't go anywhere. I'm going to take a quick restroom break. When I get back, we're going to talk about how Summer Games Fest killed E3. There's so much coming in June. We're covering it all right here. Make sure you're subscribed. Hit the like button. Consider becoming a member uh, or ordering some coffee. Considering Consider upgrading your membership. Tier 1, we upgraded. If you click on the perks now and the join button, it shows very clearly what you get. Tier 1 gets 4 perks, and they get enhanced and better at Tier 2. You get access to our Discord. You get access to weekly member AMAs, weekly members madam streams, and monthly community game nights. Those four things get better when you upgrade to Tier 2. Consider becoming a member or upgrading. I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. I'm going to hit some ads. We hardly ever run ads. That's why we need the members. I'll be right back. Alright. Let's get the tweet sent out and get into this other show. 
Um, okay. Is there not an official Summer Games Fest account? Hang on a second. Oops. I thought there was like an official... Or is it just... Did they just launch it all? Did they just do it all through Keeley? No. Summer... Oh, it's Summer Game Fest, not Games Fest. Summer Game Fest. Okay. At least I've got it right on the thumbnail. That would have been embarrassing. Okay. All right. E3 was on its way out and Summer Game Fest took the crown. Come discuss. Okay. There's a link in chat just in case the redirect doesn't work. Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. This is going to be another episode of Reforge Gaming. And in this episode, we're talking about Summer Game Fest and what I believe it did to E3, what it's going to do to E3. I believe it has killed E3. Now, yes, E3 was on its way out. I had my own criticisms of the event, even after getting to host main stage in 2019. Really loved that experience, but really thought they were not adapting well. And ever since, I feel that Keeley has been absolutely crushing it with his attempts to do live video game events. And that's what we're going to be discussing. I'm going to outline everything right here in the beginning of this video to give you all of